Hello, fans, and welcome to This Day in Baseball, where we're going to bring you a full radio broadcast of today's game. And before we do that, I just want to thank Classic Baseball Radio, and there's a link in the notes where you can uh, check out their full channel. They have many, many great radio broadcasts. And while you're listening to today's game, if you want to check out much more about the game and the players, look on the links below, and you're going to see uh, links to player pages, the date the game happened, the year it happened, and the play-by-play. Enjoy the game, and check out the links while you're watching the game, and please don't forget to hit the subscribe button so that every time new content comes out, you're going to get that uh, firsthand. And thank you again for checking out this day in baseball, and enjoy the game. The Dodgers have just taken the field here at the Coliseum. And now, ladies and gentlemen, from Los Angeles, California, our national anthem. Picture. The umpires today, Barlick at the plate. 
At first base, Dusty Fajas. At second base, Augie Donatelli. The umpire at third base will be Jocko Conlon, who called them behind the plate yesterday. And down the left field line, Bill Jakowski. Down the right field line, Bill Gorman. Rounding out the team of six uh, National League umpires here today. The first hitter in the top of the first inning will be Bruton. And the hand is for Drysdale, who comes out of the dugout. Drysdale from Van Nuys, California, is a 23-year-old right-hander. He's 6 feet 6 inches tall, 205 pounds, and has a whale of a fastball. He leads the major leagues, as we mentioned before, with 239 strikeouts in 261 and one-third innings. Drysdale, however, has lost seven of his last nine decisions. He was 15 and 6 at one point in this season, and uh, he slumped considerably and wound up the regular campaign with 17 victories and 13 defeats, pointing out, as we mentioned, the, that he has lost seven of his last nine decisions. Against Milwaukee this year, Drysdale won three and lost three. His opponent, Burdett, has not been beaten by Los Angeles this year. He is 2 and all, winning both of his starts here in Los Angeles and with very good success. One was a full nine-inning job, and the other he went eight and one-third before he needed a little help to finish it out. So it's Burdett two and all against the Dodgers today and Drysdale against Milwaukee three and three. The crowd, as we mentioned, anticipated at 60,000 people and it looks like they'll get it. It's a beautiful day. The temperature about 80 and here we go from our broadcast position, very unique. Uh, 35 feet on the ground, just back of first base. We are in a direct line with first base, the pitcher's hill, and the third baseman. And, uh, Tony, if uh, that third baseman gets a little scatter-armed, let's you and I head for cover. And we got a left-hand batter. Here's the be loose. <laughs> Here's the first pitch to the leadoff man for Milwaukee, Billy Bruton. And it's a call strike, the fastball. Well, this gives us a little bit of a different perspective from which to view the game, and it's going to be a little bit more difficult to pick out the uh, breaking pitches from the straight ones. Here's the next pitch. Cut on and fouled back over the screen behind home plate and up into the fans, and there's the uh, first swing and the first souvenir. As you know, and we're looking straight out at it, over second base, this is the home of the big, uh, short left field fence, 251 feet to the corner. All right, one and one on Bruton. Here's the pitch to the left-hand batter. Cut on, a roller out in front of the plate. Drysdale charges it. Throw to first, he gets it by just a step. swung at a breaking pitch, and he topped it about 10 feet in front of the uh, batter's box on the first base side. Drysdale made the play quickly, two hodges, and it's one away. Here's Eddie Matthews, the Milwaukee third baseman, who was blanked yesterday in his home stadium. Also a left-hand batter, and he can pull the long one as well, you know. Matthews hit 305 coming into this game and 45 home runs. Here's the pitch, Dad. He takes the fastball call strike. Nothing in one cut to Matthews, the number two batter in the top half of the first inning here at Los Angeles. Drysdale unwinds. He fires. Cut on and missed for a strike. And Drysdale is fast today at this point. He really zipped that one in. So it's a nothing and two count. 0-2 to Matthews. 
Everybody out today in Los Angeles in shirt sleeves under sunny skies in sharp contrast to the climate under which yesterday's game was played at Milwaukee. Here's the pitch, and it hangs low on outside for a ball. And that makes it one and two, a ball and two strikes. The, third, the first base coach, Fitzpatrick, is almost at arm's length from us at our broadcast position. I only point this out because it is unusual, and perhaps you will appreciate our vantage point and whatever we can gain from it in the way of an unusual approach. Here it is to Matthews, and it's a high outside fastball, taking the count to two and two, two balls and two strikes. The leadoff man, Bruton, bounced out on a roller to uh, the pitcher, Don Drysdale. The outfield, and we have to span the thing now from this position, is swung around toward right and deep as well it might be for Matthews. Here it is, Daddy. He takes outside a change-up pitch, and that takes it to a full count of three and two. And there's a murmur from the crowd as they anticipate that Drysdale will have to come in with a good one, and they know that this fellow at the plate, Eddie Matthews, has got the power. One away. Top half of the first inning, no score, nobody on. Drysdale, the right-hander, pumps one down the pike. It's cut on high fly ball to right field, into the corner. It's curving, and it is going into the seats for a foul ball. That would have been short of the fence in right field, which is 333 feet to the corner. The angle is sharply out toward right center field. It was short and fouled by about six or seven feet, so the count stays at three and two. In order to watch that ball from this position, about which we have mentioned, uh, we have to uh, pick up the microphone, pivot on our stool, and uh, get a look at that corner. All right, Drysdale, full count, looks down to Roseboro. Here's the pitch to Matthews. He takes too close for ball four. So there's the first base runner today. Eddie Matthews comes down to the bag just in front of us. And it brings up the right fielder, Henry Aaron, the Major League's leading hitter. He dropped a percentage point yesterday when he was blanked in two official trips at Milwaukee. He is at 354 on the season. And you may not know, some of you, that these playoff games, these statistical advantages or disadvantages accrued by the players, are counted as part of the regular season. Here it is, Darren, a right-hand batter. He swings. There is a fly ball deep to right center field. Snyder over near that big fence. It's off the fence for extra bases. Matthews going to third. A play at second. Aaron hits the third. He is safe. the game's first rhubarb. The second baseman, Charlie Neal, took the throw in from Schneider, a strike, and put it on the runner, sliding in, but not quite in time. And Augie Donatelli is the, Donatelli is the center of the controversy at second base. Neal is there, Hodge is there, Drysdale, and they're talking about that play at second. Aaron pickled the fastball off the fence in left center field, and that was a legitimate long ball. That carried at least uh, 350 feet as it hit one-third of the way up on that uh, big screen out there, which is 42 feet in height. It sent Matthews to third, Aaron at second, and it brings up the number four hitter. And today, that's the first baseman, Frank Torrey. So that's hit number one, a double by Aaron. That's his first hit in this series for the National League pennant. Matthews is at third. Aaron at second. There's only one away, and here's Torrey, the first baseman. Made a pinch-hitting appearance yesterday and did not get aboard. He's at first today. Adcock is not in the lineup. All right, the two runners edge away. 
Here's the pitch from Drysdale. It's swung on. There's a ground ball to the right of the shortstop. Into left field. Matthews has scored. Aaron heading for the plate. He's going to score. The throw is to second, and Milwaukee leads two to nothing. A ground ball single by Frank Torrey. Sliced off to the left field side and through the infield. Drives in two runs for Milwaukee, and the Braves break in front. Johnny Padres begins to heat up in the Brooklyn bullpen, rather in the L.A. bullpen. All right, in the batter's box, Lee May, the left fielder. A walk and two hits in the first inning, and Drysdale has seen two runs chalked up against him. Two to nothing, Milwaukee, one away. Here's May. Drysdale in the stretch motion looks back right at us, and the runner at first. Here's the pitch. Cut on, fouled into the dugout, and skips right past us off one of the stanchions of the dugout just to our left. Frank Torrey, the base runner at first, has just singled home two runs with a ground ball single into left field, scoring Matthews from third and Aaron from second. Torrey on at first, but there is one away. And the pitch is in there to May, and the count goes to one and one. Ball one, strike one count as he missed outside and low with the fastball. Gil Hodges straddling the back, holding the runner, Torrey. Here's the stretch by Drysdale. The look this way. The pitch to the plate. It's too close, and he backs away from a fastball for a ball. That makes it two and one. Two balls and one strike. I'll tell you one thing, Tony, about this spot. A fly ball against those white shirts in the background as we look up at the crowd instead of the usual position down is tough to spot. All right, Drysdale looks at first. He fires into the plate. It is cut on and fouled into the dirt, and it skips back to the screen behind home plate. Lee May appeared in yesterday's ball game, playing about half of it. Pafko started in left field. May came in as a pinch hitter for Pafko, singled and stayed in the game. The count on May is two and two. Fowler and Padres in the L.A. bullpen. All right, here's the pitch to May from Drysdale, and it's low and outside at fastball. That makes it a full count of three and two. The on-deck batter is Johnny Logan, the Milwaukee shortstop. Drysdale, the lean, angular right-hander, stretches, throw to first, he's back, getting back, standing up. A three-and-two count. Two runs in, one aboard. And there is just one out. All right, May waits for the pitch. He cuts. There's a hot shot down to the shortstop. The flip to second for one. The relay to Hodges. Double play. Lee May hits into a double play to end the inning. Torrey was forced at second. May was nicked at first for out number two. And the total's on the top half of the first inning for Milwaukee. Two runs on two hits. There were no Los Angeles errors, and nobody left on. And the score at the end of the top half of the first inning is Milwaukee 2, Los Angeles nothing. Friends, what picture does a barbershop quartet bring to your mind? Silk shirts, spats in the good old days? Well, just listen and see if it doesn't suggest something about good old-time beer. <laughs> Original, and it's here. The original, the 
Yes, the original Pabst Blue Ribbon is here. Such a beer has been enjoyed in America in over 50 years. Look for the special label that says, This is the original Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Nature's choicest products provide its prized flavor. Only the finest of hops and grains are used. Selected as America's Best in 1893. The original, get original. just a memory, but really here, the original Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer. Enjoy that prize-winning Pabst flavor today. Here's the leadoff man for Los Angeles against Lou Burdett. Burdett, a 21-game winner this year, and had two successful starts against Los Angeles on the season, both in the Coliseum here at Los Angeles. All right, Gilliam, the leadoff hitter, the third baseman, the first pitch to him from the right-hander is outside for a ball, 1-0. Gillian this year, including yesterday's first playoff game, is hitting 283. The third baseman, slight of build, relatively short, stands with a wide stance. The first, the next pitch is a strike call, getting the outside corner just above the knees. And the count goes to one and one against the first LA batter this afternoon. And boy, the pennant fever in Los Angeles was in evidence last night at the airport where a big crowd estimated at about 4,500 was on hand to greet the club coming back. Change up. Bounced on to Matthews on one hop at third. The long throw across, and he's out. Gilliam is a bounce-out victim to the third baseman, Matthews. That makes it one away. He leaned out and punched a fastball on one hop down to Matthews, moving toward the bag and spearing it about shoulder high. His throw to Torrey, just in front of us, was in time, and it's one away. Here's Charlie Neal. Neal, a right-hand batter. Neal had three hits in yesterday's game at Milwaukee and was one of the hitting stars for Los Angeles. But, of course, the big blow was Roseboro's sixth-inning homer. Cuts at the first one, a breaking fastball. Burdett fired that one in fast, broke it off, and it's strike, strike one. Greg Malivi is the coach for Los Angeles right in front of us. Nothing in one count to Charlie Neal, the L.A. second baseman. All right, Burdett, a great man, an important game, fires in. He misses outside with the fastball, and that takes the count to one and one. Ball one, strike one count. The outfield uh, swung around a little bit toward left. The left fielder, Lee May, uh, not uh, shaded too much toward center field, but with his back just about to that wall out there. Arneal waiting for the pitch. It's the one and oneer. Here it is from Burdett. He swings. There's a foul coming off to the first base side and skips right over our head and into the seats just a few feet behind us. The count goes to one and two. Ball one, strike two count. Wally Moon is the on-deck hitter for Los Angeles. Milwaukee jumped in front in the top of the first inning. They got hitting from the top five, which is something they did not get yesterday. The top five hitters at Milwaukee yesterday of the Braves were flanked by McDevitt in one and one-third and by the relief pitcher, Sherry, who got credit for the win. And well, he might. He pitched a great game. But today it's Burdett and Drysdale, another big one. 
Burdett to the motion. Neal waiting. He swings. There's the fly ball. Deep to right center field. Aaron chasing it. So is Bruton. It's in there for extra bases. Rolling out to the fence at the 400-foot mark. Neal digging around second. The relay comes in. He hits the dirt at third. He's in there with a triple. Charlie Neal gets the first hit for the L.A. Dodgers. A booming high fly ball triple to right center field. That brings up Cole, the right fielder today, a left-hand batter. It's 2 to nothing. We have one out in the bottom half of the first inning. Neal down there at third base. He really got a hold of a fastball and lofted one deep out in right center field, falling between the two outfielders out there and going for a trio of bases. Right Moon, left-hand batter, batting in the number three position. Two to nothing, Milwaukee. Burdett taking a deep breath out there, towing the rubber, bearing down. Adele Crandall, his battery mate, who steps off and wipes some perspiration from his forehead. It's a hot one in the sun today, the temperature in the 80s. And right down here on the playing field, you can really feel the old Saul beating away. All right, here's the full motion in the pitch. It is a strike, getting the outside corner just above the knees. One count. From our vantage position today, we should point out that uh, we're doing our best to pick out the break on the pitch, but it's a little difficult at ground level and off here behind first base. But we'll do our best, and uh, I'm not trying to gain any plaudits for this. We'll just do our best to call the shot. All right, here's the pitch. It is low into the dirt. Crandall makes the stop. Wally Moon. One and one count. Burdett walks uh, lazily up on top of the hill, takes off his glove, and does a little bit of work on the baseball and gets set to go again. The runner at third for L.A. is Charlie Neal. He tripled with one away, and Moon is up there, one and one count. All right, Burdett into the motion. Here it is to Moon. He swings. There's a line drive. In the left field. It's a base hit. In the score comes Neal easily. The throw comes into second base, and Moon holds up at first. score here in the bottom half of the first inning is Milwaukee 2, Los Angeles 1. And look out for this one today. It may be, if it continues at the pace at which it has begun, a free-swinging affair. Here's Schneider. Duke wasn't in the ball game yesterday, but he's in there today and batting in the number four position. He patrols that center field area for the L.A. Dodgers. And he and Burdett have hooked up on many an occasion. All right, off at first base is Moon. Takes a short lead off. Torrey holding against him. Burdett checks him, looking this way. Here it is to Duke. It's low, a little bit outside for a ball. One and all. Charlie Neal tripled to right center. Moon drove him in, slicing a single off into left field. One away, two to one Milwaukee. Bottom half of the first. All right, Burdett looks over, nods at Torrey here. And the Braves have a left-hander going in the bullpen. Here's the pitch to Snyder. He swings and fouls it back into the seats. As it seems from this vantage point to climb up the wall of the Coliseum. The banked wall, which is entirely covered now with uh, white shirts and colorful uh, dresses and costumes. Juan Pizarro is the left-hander warming up the bullpen for Milwaukee on the far side of the diamond. 
All right, Snyder, the batter, one and one count. Blue for death. Bearing down a Crandall for his sign. Up at first base here is Wally Moon. Moon represents the tying run here in the first inning. Burdett's pitch to Snyder is swung on and fouled into the dirt right behind home plate. One and two count. We talked to uh, a few of the ball players and uh, a great many of the sports experts out here in Los Angeles about this screen left field which uh, was a year ago the talk of the National League, but a great deal of the discussion about it has uh, evaporated, as everybody who plays here now seems to be of the opinion that it is little consequence on ball games. There are a few so-called cheap home runs, but that screen cuts down that good line shot headed for distance, and all in all, they say it has little effect on the outcome of games. As a matter of fact, I think in Cincinnati, more home runs are hit for one park. Here's the pitch to Snyder. It's outside. The runner going down. The throw to second. He hits the dirt, and he is out at second base. Wally Moon is out on a strike throw from Del Crandall to Mantilla, the second baseman. And that empties the bases. Two to four for out number two. The count on Snyder goes to one and two, and the crowd, as you probably can hear in the background, is voicing its disapproval over the call of the Dodger base runner Moon being out attempting to steal the catcher to Mantia, the second baseman, on a close slide play. So with one run in, the bases are emptied now, and Snyder is standing up. The count is actually two and two, a correction on the scoreboard. The umpire at home plate, Al Parlick, holds up two fingers on each hand to confirm it. And Burdett's situation has eased a little bit. One run is in against him. Milwaukee still leads 2-1. to one. And the big right-hander from Nitro, West Virginia, rocks into it against Snyder. Snyder swings and misses for a strike to retire the side. So the totals on the first inning for Los Angeles, one run and two hits. There were no Milwaukee errors and nobody left. And the score at the end of the first inning is the Milwaukee Braves 2, the Los Angeles Dodgers 1. In baseball, it's one, two, three, and you're out. But when it comes to shaving, it's one, two, three, and you're in. Yes, just listen. One, two, three. That's the sound of a new Schick three-speed electric razor. And it means you're in, in for the most remarkable shave of your life. Three speeds, because no one speed razor is right for every beard. Fans, this new Schick actually lets you shift the speed and adjust the custom comb head to shave as close, clean, and fast as you like. Now, my beard is tough as all get out. If you're in that league, you shift to high for stepped-up speed. If you have tender skin, Schick's low speed serves up an extra gentle shaving action. Or you can even shift the speed while shaving for those problem areas like your chin or upper lip. That's a story, fans. Try this new Schick three-speed yourself. Most dealers will gladly arrange a free demonstration. Set the speed, set the head, get the shave that fits your face. The first hitter up in the second inning for Milwaukee, leading 2-1, to one, is going to be the shortstop, Johnny Logan. Into the motion goes Drysdale. Here's the pitch to Logan. He takes the ball just above the shoulders and a little bit outside. Ball one. Well, Tony Flynn, this is a considerable change in climate from yesterday at Milwaukee, isn't it? Certainly is. A beautiful afternoon for a baseball game. And, uh, a little more tension and drama, I think, as the result of the weather. All right, Logan takes a look at the next pitch, which is outside. Looks like a breaking pitch from here. And the count goes to one and one. Ball one, strike one count. Logan, Crandall, and Mantilla against Drysdale here in the second inning. Two to one, Milwaukee. Milwaukee got a walk, a double, and a single. 
Torrey drove in two with his single to go in front. Then Neal tripled and was driven in by a single by Moon in the bottom half. And it's two to one. Here's the fifth from Drysdale. It's too close, and he does a jig. Getting out of the way, but dancing back. Two and one count. Drysdale wound up the regular season with an exceptionally good mark. But there is one flaw in the consideration of his uh, ability to go today, and that is the fact uh, that he lost seven of his last nine decisions. Here's the pitch. It's too close again, and he backs away from the ball, a fastball. So it's a three-and-one count to Logan. There is no activity in the L.A. bullpen just to our right over here. Logan, three-and-oneer. Here's the pitch. It's a strike call, and Logan started for first base, but has to come back. As he hears the strike call from Al Barlick and sees the right fist raised in the air. So the count has gone to its maximum against the leadoff hitter, Logan, in the top half of the second inning here at the L.A. Coliseum. Here's the pitch. He swings. There's a line shot over the shortstop's head. It goes into left field, and that's a base knock. Here's the throw in. And Logan holds up with hit number three for Milwaukee. A line drive into left field. The next batter for Milwaukee is Del Crandall, who had two hits for the Braves yesterday. Two of the six that Milwaukee was able to pick up. Crandall on the season hit 258. Right off at first base is Logan. There's nobody away. Here's the pitch to Crandall, and he takes a curveball strike. From our position, if we could read lips, we could get the conversation as brief as it is between the base runner Logan and the first baseman Hodges. They're just 30 feet in front of us, right here at ground level. All right, Drysdale peers down, gets his sign from his big battery mate Johnny Roseboro. Shakes one off. Now he's into the motion. Off at first is Logan. Throw to first, and Logan gets back, kneeling into the bag and touching it with both his knee and his right hand. He's back in time. All in one count to the batter. Dell Crandall batting in the number seven position for Milwaukee. Here it is to Dell, and he takes a curveball back away from it, but it came in there and caught the inside corner. That makes it all in two. Nothing in two count. Drysdale apparently chewing gum out there. He's jawing away. And concentrating on Crandall. Logan edges off about three feet, four feet now. Here it is to Crandall. He swings and misses at a fastball for strike three. That makes it one away, and now let's turn over here. We've got a left-hander, Padres, and a right-hander, uh, number 45, for Los Angeles, warming up. That's Don Fowler again. Fowler and Padres in the bullpen for Los Angeles. And the batter is Mantia, Felix Mantia, the Milwaukee second baseman. Bobby Avila played at that position for the Braves yesterday in their losing 3-2 game. Runner at first, one away. Drysdale, the strikeout artist of the Dodgers, fires to the plate. Mantilla swings. High pop fly ball toward right. The second baseman Neal back. The right fielder is in and grabs it. Norm Larker. Rather, Moon is in right field today. Larker shifted over to left. Moon made the catch on the high fly ball, and Logan holds at first base. So here's the pitcher, Lou Burdett, with two away. Milwaukee leads 2-1, to one, top half of the second inning. 
Game two of this National League pennant playoff. The scene moving from yesterday's rain, drizzle, and heavy overcast in Milwaukee to a sun-drenched Coliseum in L.A. Throw to first, and he's back in time. Hodges made the tag, but a split second after, Logan got back to the bag. Burdett steps out from low. Apparently had something in his eye. Burdett didn't do bad at the plate for a pitcher. He batted 200, getting 20 hits in 100 trips. Here it is. He takes the ball outside. Burdett, of his 20 hits, hits eight for extra bases and knocked in eight runs. He had seven doubles and one triple. One and all count. Here it is to Burdett. He swings. There's a shot over second base. It falls into center field for base hit. Logan going for third. Snyder's throw to third base. He hits the dirt and is the throw gets by. Logan is heading for the plate. He's going to score easily as the throw goes into the Milwaukee dugout. And Burdett goes all the way around to third. He's waved on to third base by the umpire down to Telly at second. He was almost two seconds when that ball skipped past Gilliam. Now let's take a look up at that board. It's a base hit for Burdett. The run scores. Milwaukee now leads three to one. Can you see anything uh, from the press box up there? Well, it has to be an error. That was ground level position. I would say that it skipped through the third baseman rather than the throw being away from him. He seemed firmly planted near the bag, and the ball skipped right through. So we'll call it an error for the third baseman, Gilliam. Milwaukee leads by a score of 3-1 to one now, and they have picked up now a total of four base hits in one and two-thirds innings. The batter is the leadoff man, Bruton, left-hand batter. Pitcher Burdett at third base, having aided his own cause. The pitch is in, it's swung on line right over our heads, and into the seats, back at first base. This is WOK in Albany, New York, for the best in music, news, and sports. Remember, Troy Buick Roundup follows the game today. Milwaukee has three runs on four hits. Here's the pitch to Bruton. He pulls in away from a fastball. It's a ball, making the count one and one. Logan opened the inning with a single. Crandall struck out. Mantilla flied out. Both with Logan holding, and he scored on the single and the error. Here's the pitch. He's cut on and missed for a strike. A fastball breeze in there, and the count goes to one and two. Two away here in the second. Milwaukee scored a pair in the first, one here in the second. They have Burdett, the base runner at third. And a one and two count to Billy Bruton. Here's the pitch to Bruton, and it's low for a ball, two and two. Yesterday, of the total of 16 base hits, there was only one extra base blow. That was the home run by Roseboro. And today, of the four for Milwaukee, there's been one double. And of the two for L.A., a triple. All right, Bruton. Two and two count. Drysdale in promotion. Here's the pitch to the left-hand swinger. He swings and fouls it back over the protective screen behind home plate. So the count hangs at two and two. And Fowler has seated himself in the Dodger bullpen to our right. And Johnny Padres is throwing at a medium speed right now. Right-hander Drysdale shakes off a sign. He wants still another. Two and two count to Bruton. Here's the pitch to Billy. He swings, foul ball back to home plate again. It goes into the big bank of seats back there. There's big oval football stadium, the Los Angeles Coliseum. 
for the seating capacity uh, exactly now of 94,600. The estimated today is 60,000. Two and two count to Bruton. Drysdale into the motion again for dead off to third. Here's the pitch. A high pop ball wide of third. Gilliam giving it a chase. Going up now and goes in. Not quite into the seats. Not quite in. One of the fans jumps the uh, wall, which looks to be about six or seven feet high, grabs the ball and pops back in. The distance from uh, third base to that wall is considerable, and Gilliam at top speed probably would not have been able to reach the ball, even though it did drop in the field. Here's the pitch. Bruton takes high for a ball. Full count of three and two. Three and two count to Billy Bruton. Burdett down there at third base with a short leadoff. Drysdale shakes off another side. He wants to call this pitch. And he steps all together back, back off the rubber. Bruton steps out of the batter's box. Now is back in. All right, here's the wind-up motion. And the pitch to Bruton. He swings Hopper toward the shortstop. Wills has it to throw to first in time to retire the side. Wells, moving towards second, made the grab on that uh, high-hopping ground ball and threw to first to end the inning. So the totals on the second inning for Milwaukee, one run on two hits. There was one error, and there was one man left on. So the score at the middle of the second inning is the Milwaukee Braves, three, the Los Angeles Dodgers, one. What was so good about the good old days? Canoeing with your best girl on Sunday afternoon. The old open trolley cars. The long bicycle trips, songs like Strawberry Blonde, and Down by the Old Mill Street, and that good old-time Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Man, that was good. And it is good today. That's right, the original Pabst Blue Ribbon beer with that great old-time beer flavor is back again for you to enjoy. The original brewed just like the beer that won the first prize of the Columbian Exposition in 1893. Just like the beer that everyone said was America's best. It's no longer a memory, but here today. The original Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Such a beer hasn't been enjoyed in America in over 50 years. Try it, and you'll agree with those old-timers who said Pabst Blue Ribbon was best. Well, a great afternoon for a baseball game here at the Coliseum in Los Angeles, and we've had quite a bit of excitement already this afternoon with the Braves taking a 3-1 lead and a fair amount of lumber being put to the baseball by both clubs as they've gotten the ball out of the infield and uh, well out into the outfield on a couple of occasions. We haven't seen anything in the way of damage as the result of that left field screen that is so short as yet, but it could happen at any time as it's not very far away out there. I understand, Bob, that in your conversation with one of the sports writers that covers the ball games out here, that uh, they haven't had uh, too many more home runs than any place else because of that short screen. Now, as a matter of fact, only they have ceased to discuss it as being a freak of baseball because they have determined that it hasn't had too great an effect on the outcome of the ball games here over the uh, last two seasons. Gil Hodges is going to lead off the second for Los Angeles, and it's Lou Burdett, who was touched for one run on two hits, including Neal's triple in the first inning. L.A. leads by two, three to one. Rather, Milwaukee leads by two, three to one. Here's Burdett's first pitch. It's cut on. There's a ground ball to the shortstop. Johnny Logan, the scoop, at the throw to first in time to retire Hodges by a step and a half. 
So Hodges opens the second for Los Angeles, bouncing out short to first and brings up the left fielder, Norman Larker. Larker had three hits yesterday for L.A. up at County Stadium in Milwaukee. Larker's a left-hand batter. On the season, including yesterday's game, Larker is hitting 287. Luke Burdett into the motion for Milwaukee. Here's the pitch to Larker. It's a strike call. He caught the outside corner about belt high. And the count is 0-1. Larker will be followed to the plate by Johnny Roseboro. We'll probably get a hand here at Los Angeles. For it was his home run yesterday. Milwaukee's at one for the Dodgers, 3-2. All right, so nothing in one count. The pitch being ready by Burdett. Here it is. He takes. Misses outside for the pitch, and it is one and one. Ball one strike, one count. The crowd at this moment, as you can probably tell, is very quiet. They're waiting and hoping. Milwaukee leads by two. This is the last half of the second in game two of the National League pennant playoff. Here's the pitch. He swings and hits one through the box. The shortstop, Logan, cuts towards second, makes the pickup, and throws in time to get Parker for out number two. So the first two hitters in the second inning have bounced out. Shortstop to first. Here's Roseboro. Roseboro, the catcher, batting with two away in the last half of the second. Roseboro's percentage was 234 on the campaign. The big Husky left-hander swings at the first, but a high fly ball to left center field. The center fielder, Brute, shading his eyes and waiting, and he takes it for out number three. So the Dodgers come up and go down in order in the second inning. And the total's on the frame. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on. And the score at the end of two full innings of play is the Milwaukee Braves three, the Los Angeles Dodgers one. You know, a big league pitcher needs an assortment of pitches so he can pick the pitch he wants according to the situation. Now, for the first time, you can pick the right speed for just the shade you want. Listen. One. Two. Three. That's the sound of a new Schick Free Speed Razor. Adjust the shaving head to shave every kind of beard as fast and close as you like. Now you can shift to high for the stepped-up drive you need for tough, wiry whiskers. Or you can shift to low for a more gentle shaving action. Why, you can even shift the speed while shaving for the sensitive problem area like the chin or upper lip. One, two, three. That's the sound of a new Schick Free Speed Razor. First chance you get, ask your dealer about the 14-day free home trial offer. Eddie Matthews will open the third inning for Milwaukee against Drysdale. Milwaukee has three runs on four hits. Los Angeles, one run on two hits. Matthews is last time up, walked, and scored the game's first run. He was advanced to third by Eric Stubble and both scored when Frank Torrey singled to left. All right, Matthews waiting for the first pitch. Drysdale rocks into the motion and fires one to the Husky third baseman. It's a ball on the outside. One and nothing count. The infield for Los Angeles. Gilliam at third. Wills at short. Neal the second baseman. Hodges at first. Larker, Snyder, and Moon from left to right in the outfield. Here's the pitch. 
Matthew swings and gets some wood on it in the short right. Neal back, running, running. He drops the ball. It goes between his hand and his glove and falls in. And Matthews is safe at first. A weak fly ball to short right field. Charlie Neal had quite a run for it. And uh, he got to it, however. The ball dropped between his bare hand and his gloved hand rather cleanly. It didn't appear from our rather close position here that he had touched the ball. The official scorer says it is an error. He did get to it. And so that is the second error for Los Angeles this afternoon. And on it, Matthews reaches first. Brings up Aaron, the right fielder. Don Drysdale, right-hander, into the motion. Matthews off at first. Here's the pick to Aaron. He takes the strike on the outside corner at that ball. Gil Hodges holding against Matthews here at first base in front of us. Aaron, his last time up, doubled. Sent Matthews to third, and the two of them were scored by Torrey's hit to left. Nobody out in the third. Matthews off the first. Here it is. He cuts and falls it on the ground toward the first base dugout on the near side. Aaron yesterday was hitless in two official trips. Aaron had another great season, batting a 354 percentage, including yesterday's game, with 39 home runs, seven triples, and 45 doubles. Here's the pitch to Hank. He swings a high pop foul back to home plate. And it goes into the crowd behind the screen at home plate. So it's an 0-2 to Aaron of the Milwaukee Braves. Matthews at first, safe on error by Neal, the second baseman. 3-1, Milwaukee leads Los Angeles. On a sun-drenched playing field in Los Angeles, California. Well, the Chicago White Sox will be paying strict attention to this ball game today back in the Windy City. The winner of this series meets the White Sox at Comiskey Park in the opener of the 1959 World Series. And it is said that the White Sox would prefer Los Angeles for two good reasons. A great many more people would get to see the World Series, hence making the World Series money cut bigger. Right, here's the stretch and the pitch to Aaron. He swings to high pop ball. Roseboro down the line. The third baseman Gilliam comes in and he takes it just to the third base side of the pitcher's hill, about halfway between the hill and the foul line over on that far side. So it's a pop-up as Aaron lunged for a pitch that appeared to be outside and popped it up. The third baseman making the catch for off number one. And the Braves send up to the plate the first baseman Frank Torrey with two runs batted in today on a single in the first inning. Torrey, left-hand batter. Drysdale checks the base runner here at first base. Torrey waiting for that pitch. One away in the third. Milwaukee leading 3-1. to one. Matthews off. Here's the pitch to Torrey. And he takes the strike on the inside corner just above the belt. Nothing in one count. The outfield for Torrey is swung toward right and deep. Drysdale into the strike. Matthews off. Here it is to Torrey. He takes again. This time it's outside for a ball. And the count goes to one and one. Ball one strike, one count. The other reason that the White Sox would probably like to play in Los Angeles is that short left field fence, which uh, makes uh, base hits out of some short fly balls. The White Sox are not a strong, long ball hitting club. Here's the throw to first base. Matthews coming back. So Matthews to third, and the two of them were scored by Torrey's hit to left. 
Nobody out to third. Matthews off at first. Here it is. He cuts and fouls it on the ground towards the first base dugout on the near side. Aaron yesterday was hit with two official trips. Aaron had another great season, batting a 354 percentage, including yesterday's game, with 39 home runs, 7 triples, and 45 doubles. Here's the pitch to Hank. He swings a high pop foul back at home plate, and it goes into the crowd behind the screen at home plate. So it's an 0-2 to Aaron of the Milwaukee Braves. Matthews at first, safe on error by Neal, the second baseman. 3-1, Milwaukee leads Los Angeles on a sun-drenched playing field in Los Angeles, California. Well, the Chicago White Sox will be paying strict attention to this ballgame today back in the Windy City. The winner of this series meets the White Sox at Comiskey Park in the opener of the 1959 World Series. And it is said that the White Sox would prefer Los Angeles for two good reasons. A great many more people would get to see the World Series, hence making the World Series money cut bigger. Now here's the stretch and the pitch to Aaron. He slings. It's a high pop call. Roseboro down the line. The third baseman Gilliam comes in and he takes it just to the third base side of the pitcher's hill, about halfway between the hill and the foul line over on that far side. So it's a pop-up as Aaron lines for a pitch that appeared to be outside and pops it up. The third baseman making the catch for off number one. And Braves send up to the plate the first baseman Frank Torrey with two runs batted in today on a single in the first inning. Torrey left-hand batter. Drysdale checks the base runner here at first base. Torrey waiting for that pitch. One away in the third. Milwaukee leading 3-1. Matthews off. Here's the pitch to Torrey. And he takes the strike on the inside corner just above the belt. Nothing in one count. The outfield for Torrey is uh, swung toward right and deep. Drysdale into the stretch. Matthews off. Here it is to Torrey. He takes again. This time it's outside for a ball. And the count goes to one and one. Ball one strike, one count. The other reason that the White Sox would probably uh, like to play in Los Angeles is that short left field fence, which uh, makes uh, base hits out of some short fly balls. The White Sox are not a strong, long ball hitting club. Here's the throw to first base. Matthews comes back in head first, getting the back of his hand first. He's safe. Matthews opened this third inning, hitting a soft fly ball to short right, which Neal did not handle and was charged with an error. Here's the pitch. It is a strike call to Torrey. And that makes the count one and two. And Johnny Padres, just to our right here in the Los Angeles bullpen, continues to warm up. Matthews looks around at the first base coach here for a reminder of the number of outs. And there is one. One and two counts to the Milwaukee first base for Torrey. Drysdale checks the base runner, fires to the plate. Torrey swings. There's a fly ball to right center field. Snyder calling, waiting. He takes it for out number two. And Matthews comes back here to first base. Torrey flies out to center. It brings up the left fielder, Lee May, who went through a double play, ending the first inning. His last time up. Matthews still on at first. Left-hand batter, throw to first to keep the runner close. Matthews gets back in. 
Uh, Drysdale looks over here at first base Matthews Kent, keeping a close eye on it. With two outs, it's conceivable that he would be sent down. Here's the pitch. It is swung on. Ground ball. Foul at first. Skipping on the ground right fast is here. With the interest in this game, the press, radio, and television coverage uh, at the ball game today, uh, space was at a premium. Our broadcast booth today is actually an extension of the first base dugout occupied by Los Angeles. There's no roof over us, however. Here's the pitch. May swings. There's a hot shot on a line. Right back to the pitcher, Drysdale, and he grabs it. Drysdale made a backhand stop with that line drive, just reaching over to the third base side for the out. And the totals on the third inning for Milwaukee. No runs. No hits. There was one error and one left. And the score at the end of the top half of the third inning is Milwaukee 3, Los Angeles 1. And friends, here's some news that is getting around about the original Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Los Angeles before a great many of his hometown folks. 
Drysdale putty fast. He's big. All right, Lou Burdett, who is just about 10 years Drysdale's senior. Burdett will be 33 in November. Here's the pitch, and it's fouled off to the first base side. Here comes Torrey right over in front of us, and I uh, don't think he can cut it. It goes into the seats just behind us. That came through a pair of outstretched hands and uh, did one of the customers a little bump. Nothing serious, though. Of course, that's my opinion. His is probably quite a bit different, isn't it? So the count on the batter is 0-1. That's Don Drysdale, the L.A. pitcher. Drysdale, right-hand batter. Six feet, six inches tall. He takes this next one from Burdett, ball on the outside for a ball. And the count goes to one and one. Leo DeRocher was out here earlier today. Great many familiar faces from uh, the motion picture industry in attendance today. Los Angeles has turned out to be a great baseball town. Here it is, Drysdale, and he takes the breaking pit on the outside. And the count is two and one. Two balls, one strike. A big left field screen of interest to those who have not seen the L.A. Coliseum on too many occasions. It's 42 feet in height. looms high above you as you look across the diamond. Our position back in first base. A big yellow pole marking the top of it. It stretches into left center field. And here's the pitch to Drysdale. A high pop foul up the first base side again into the customers. And behind that big screen, whose mesh is not visible to the eye, but only that yellow pole across the top, behind that screen, uh, part of this big crowd at the Coliseum. The top of the Coliseum, as we look up at it at a 45-degree angle, looms high in the sky with only the clear blue sky behind it. Two and two counts the batter. That's Drysdale, the L.A. pitcher. One away, the bottom half of the third. Milwaukee leading in this playoff game, number two, by a score of 3-1. to one. Here it is. Drysdale pumped one foul again. Off to the first base side into the seats. So the count stays at 2-2 two two to the L.A. pitcher. Junior Gilliam, the third baseman, is the on-deck batter. Well, this place, which now appears to be about, uh, oh, I'd say 60% filled, maybe close to 50 with the rim not quite filled, uh, will probably be jam-packed, or very near it, near, very near it, if it's the World Series that comes out here. There's the next pitch to uh, Drysdale, and he takes outside low for a three and two count as Burdett takes plenty of time facing his opponent today. Full count the number two hitter here in the bottom half of the third inning. I shouldn't doubt, too, that the White Sox would be glad to come out here for this weather, which I can imagine is a distinct stimulus to a ball player. Here it is. Ground ball, Chuck foul, Huey Reese, who's picked up many a ground ball, takes it on the first hop from the third base coach's spot. You can hear a round of applause in the background for him. The Kentucky Colonel played many a great year at the shortstop position for the Dodgers. Now he's on the coaching staff, and he's directing whatever traffic comes around third base. All right, Burdett to the motion. Full count to Drysdale. Cut on. There's a high pop fly ball into short left center. 
The left fielder May calls. He drifts right over in front of Bruton and makes the catch. So that makes it two away and brings up Junior Gilliam, the leadoff man. Gilliam bounced out from third base this last time. The only way we can see that uh, play develop on the fly ball to the outfield is by watching the outfielders themselves. Because the ball takes off with the background of uh, largely white shirts and very light colors, and it's lost until it comes down against the, uh, the grass of the outfield itself. Right, here's the pitch to Gilliam, and he swings. There's a fly ball to the left field side, chasing it into the corner, goes May, waits under it, and he takes it for the out. So the total's on the third inning for Los Angeles. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on. And the score at the end of three, full innings of play, is the Milwaukee Braves three, the Los Angeles Dodgers one. There are more than 50,000 fans watching the ball game today, and you just know that every one of the fellas out there has a different shading problem. Now, some of the fellas have a beard tough as a barbed wire fence. Other men have problem areas. Until today, a racer with just one speed had to do for all three. But now, there's one, two, three speed. In the new Schick three-speed racer, because no one speed is right for every beer. Yes, now you can actually shift the speed and adjust the shaving head to shave your particular beard as close and as fast as you like. You can shift the high and get the stepped-up drive to shave tough, wiry whiskers really close. Or shift the low for a gentler shaving action, whatever your beard. Now you can set the speed, set the head, and get the shave that fits your face with new Schick three-speed razor. First chance you get, go to your dealers for a free demonstration of the new Schick three-speed electric razor. Vincent Bob Finnegan with Tony Flynn at the Los Angeles Coliseum in California today for game number two of the National League Playoff Series. And the leadoff hitter in the fourth inning for the visiting Braves is Johnny Logan. Where's one of the four hits off Don Drysdale? They lead off single in the second inning, and he scored in that frame. Three to one, Milwaukee. Moving into the fourth inning, three inning totals are Milwaukee three runs, four hits. LA one run, two hits. First pitch to Logan. Low for a ball. Lou Burdett, who is 2 0 against Los Angeles on the regular season, was touched for a triple and a single in the first inning. But since that time, he has not permitted a base hit for Los Angeles. And the next pitch makes the strike 1 1. Johnny Logan opening the fourth here at Los Angeles. Logan had a very good year. 289 from Milwaukee. The next pitch is a ball on the outside. Makes it 2-1. Two, two balls and one strike. Here in the fourth inning, it'll be Logan, Crandall, and Mantia against Drysdale. Big Drysdale shakes off the side. Nods his head in the affirmative for another. Rocks into motion and here's the pitch to Logan. He swings, reaches out for one, and punches it right over second base on a line to center field. Here's the throw in from Snyder, and Logan holds up with his second base hit today, and hit number five for Milwaukee. He appeared to be reaching out for an outside pitch, and he punched it right over second base. That brings up Del Crandall, the catcher. Crandall was a strikeout victim his last trip. Man at first base, and there is nobody out. Milwaukee trying to increase upon his 3-1 margin. 
Dale checks the base runner. Here it is, Crandall. He holds off on one, but it's a call strike by Barlick. Crandall had 21 home runs on the season. And that ranked him number four on the ball club in the core base hit department. Logan had softer first. Drysdale into spent motion again. Here's the pitch to Crandall. He shortens up and misses the bunny attempt. Then it's strike two. Crandall went into a punting stance. Missed the pitch. It's all two. Logan opened his fourth inning with the line single to center field. He's in first base now right here in front of us. Here's the spent by Drysdale and the pitch. Breaks down under a fastball. The count goes to one and two. Ball one strike to count. Three to two Los Angeles victory in Milwaukee yesterday. Milwaukee leads this one. Here it is. He swings and misses for strike three. And Crandall becomes the strikeout victim for the second time today. That's out number one in the fourth inning. That's strikeout number two for Drysdale. Drysdale has given up three runs on four hits. He's recorded two strikeouts and has walked one. He's had two errors committed behind him. Here's Van T in the second baseman. He flying to right his last trip. There's the strength by Drysdale in the look again to Van He swings and misses at a low one, tried to golf it. And it's on one.
Logan takes that short lead again. Burdette takes Lauren inside for a ball. Ball one count. Milwaukee scored two runs in the first, one in the second. L.A. picked up Barry Singleton in the first inning. Here's the pitch. Two close for a ball. And the count goes to 2-11. And the crowd just a little bit begins to get on Drysdale. In addition to the count being 2-0, two 2-0, nothing, two nothing, they feel that this is the man he ought to at least be facing with a 2-0 count. His opponent of the pitching hill for death. Shakes off a couple of sides. Now Drysdale looks at the base runner at first. Used the tip to prevent that's his strike. He got a good one in there above the knees. A nice curveball pitch that cuts the outside corner just above the kneecap, and that's where the best pitches are. To both batters, low and on the outside. Right for death pass. Bat across the plate a couple of times. Pull one count against him. Drysdale fires. For death playing, there's a chopper down the third baseline. Gillian has it, the long throw in time, and he beats it by a step. So the total side the fourth inning for Milwaukee. No runs on one hit there, fifth. No errors. One man left on. And in the middle of the fourth inning, the score is Milwaukee three, the Los Angeles Dodgers one. Well, these people have been singing all day about the original Pat Blue Ribbon beer. Let's listen, shall we? See what all the excitement's about. Single in the first. He's 
given up two over the first three innings. Neal, right hand batter. Burnett fires to him. He swings. There's a fly ball deep to left. It's going back. May against the wall. It is gone. A home run. for the Dodgers to make it 3-2 Milwaukee. That's Neal's 19th home run of the year. He lofted that high over that 42-foot mesh and came down amidst the big crowd out there back to the mesh frame. Well, that's the first home run of the day, and that's hit number three for the L.A. Dodgers. It pulls them to within one run at Milwaukee. Braves leading by a score of 3-2. Neal has two of the three hits, and one a triple, one a home run. Tony Moon now, that's hand batter. And the crowd begins to get excited. They're waiting toward that bench to move. He swings, there's a fly ball to center field. Bruton coming on, he can't get to it. It falls in for a hit. And there's some activity from the Milwaukee bullpen. Warren Pizarro steps out to get warmed up. Home run by Neal, a single by Moon to open the fourth inning for Los Angeles. And Milwaukee's three-run and three-to-two lead. Could be tied by Moon here at first base, right in front of us. He's sent around the score. Nobody away. Duke Snyder, the batter, he struck out his last trip. Now Los Angeles has to talk with four hits, a home run, a triple, and two singles. Here's the pitch to Duke. He takes the spike on the outside corner, doesn't bump the knees. by Lofting, one of that screen in left field. Moon dropped the fly ball in front of Bruton in center field for a base hit, two in a row, to open the point. All right, Snyder, standing up there, left-hand hitter, his strike one count, for that looks at first base. Here it is to Duke, he slings and misses at the fastball, all in two. Nothing in two counts. Frank Torres grappling at first base, bag in front of him. Holding his move against the bag. Snyder, nothing in two. Burdett goes for the rising bag. White's the first pitch, causing his forehead. Here's down to the side from Crandall. Here's the strike motion. And the pitch to do, he takes on the outside blow. A ball, one and two. Three to two, Milwaukee. The Braves lead by one. Snyder, a strong hitting left-hand swinger. In the lineup today, he was at in front of yesterday. Don Demeter played center field for the Dodgers at Milwaukee. I did respect by Burnett to look at first base. The pitch to Snyder, he swings and misses for strike three. And so the Duke gets run down twice on strike, but brings up Hodges. More noise out of the opening crowd this afternoon than we have had to this point. After a home run by Neal, a hit by Moe, Snyder is struck out. Now here's Hodges. He grounded out to the shortstop his last trip. Right hand batter. Strong hitter. 
for Nesquet to decide. I just hit 25 home runs this year. He's playing. There's a ground ball. between scores from third into left field. It's in. The lead runner, Wally Moore, holds up in second base, and Hodges comes through with a ground ball single to left. That's three hits in this inning off for death. So five, four, and one for side of the infield. Here's Norm Larker now, the left fielder batting for Los Angeles. Moon is the base runner at second. Gil Hodges here in front of us at first. Larker, his last trip up, bounced out to short. Lou Burdett trying to get out of this inning. Hold his one-run margin now. Three to two, Milwaukee. We're in the last half of the fourth at the Coliseum. Here's the stretch and the pitch to Larker. It's a spike on the outside corner. Change-up curveball. And it's nothing and one for the L.A. left fielder. The first baseman, Torrey, way off the bag, permitting Hodges to take a uh, pretty good lead now. Off at second base is Wally Moon. There's one away, a run in on a home run by Neal. Right for Dent takes his time now out on the rubber into the stretch motion. Here's the pitch. It is cut on and fouled right into the dirt at home plate. The count is nothing and two. Roseboro, the catcher, is on deck. So we have seen the first home run of the day over that left field fence here at Los Angeles. A towering high fly ball that I believe would have been out of most parks in the National League. for Dent. Looks down for his side from Crandall again. Runners off the first and at second for Los Angeles. Marker waiting for the pitch. Here it is. He takes outside. After the pitch, Burdett came way down off the hill. He was halfway to the plate. His momentum carried him that far. He motioned toward third base as if to indicate to the catcher that he had anticipated a steal attempt. Count. The crowd getting excited here in Los Angeles now. Runners at first and at second. Norm Larker, the Dodgers left fielder, waiting for the pitch from Lou Burdett, the great Milwaukee right-hander. Here's the pitch to Larker. He swings. High pop-up. Back of the plate toward the third-base dugout. Cramble over. He is going to get to it, and he grabs it. Del Crandall at top speed, roared toward the third-base dugout occupied by the Braves. Cupped his glove in his hand in front of his stomach and caught it right there. And here's Roseboro with two away. Larker fouls out to the catcher. The base runners remain at first and second. And Roseboro, yesterday's hitting star, comes up to the plate, left-hand batter. He said he got a low fastball yesterday. The one he ticketed in the sixth inning into the right field stands at Milwaukee. So we'll see how Burdett pitches to him. The outfield swung around toward right and playing him deep. Aaron way back in right field. Billy Bruton deep in center. Here's the pitch to Roseboro. He swings. There's the ground ball. Half hit toward the shortstop. The throw to first in time to retire the side. Logan to Torrey for the out. Six to three to end the inning. And in the fourth for Los Angeles, one run on three hits. There were no errors, and two were left on. The score at the end of four full innings of play is the Milwaukee Braves three, the Los Angeles Dodgers two. Fans, you'll want to try the new Schick three-speed electric razor yourself. 
you can get a free demonstration at most of the thousands of ship dealers coast to coast. Come on in and let your dealer demonstrate this remarkable razor. The new Schick Free Speed is the first and only electric razor that lets you shift the speed and adjust the shaving head to shave as close as fast as you like. Your dealer will show you how you can shift to high and get stepped-up speed for tough, wiry whiskers. If you have tender skin, just shift to low and get a good close shave with extra gentle shaving action. You can even shift while shaving for problem areas. By the way, if you already have a Schick electric razor, take it to any Schick shaver shop listed in the yellow pages and get the Schick Playoff Special. They'll clean and adjust it free of charge. This offer is good for the next two weeks only. So see the new Schick Free Speed now. Set the speed, set the head, get the shave that fits your face. To open the fifth inning here at Los Angeles' big coliseum, it'll be the top of the order for Milwaukee. Bruton, Matthews, and Aaron against Drysdale. Both starting pitchers have pitched four innings. Milwaukee leads three to two, and the hits are equal at five apiece. Milwaukee has had five hits, one of them a double by Aaron, the only extra base hit. L.A. has had five hits, including Neal's triple and homer. First pitch is swung on and grounded foul right past their location here back of first base. Strike one count. Neal has a triple and a home run among the L.A. five hits. So it's a strike one count to lead off Matt Bruton here in the fifth inning. Matthews, the on-deck batter. Drysdale shakes off the sign. Now he gets the one he wants from Roseboro. Here's the pitch. It's cut out and missed. A change-up pitch that he went for and was above it and in front of it. So it's nothing in two to Bruton. The men in blue stretched out in the playing field around us. A six-man crew today down both foul lines and at all bases in the plate. Here's the next pitch to Bruton. He swings and it's a high pop ball that's going back into the seats behind home plate. Nothing in two count. And Padres, the left-hander, continues to warm up in the L.A. bullpen. All right, Drysdale rocks into the motion again. Bruton swings. There's a high, sky-high pop-up towards shortstop. Wills is calling for it right at his position, and he takes it for out number one. So it's one away in the fifth inning for L.A. Matthews, the batter. One away in the fifth inning for Milwaukee. Matthews comes up. Eddie went hitless yesterday at Milwaukee, and he is 0-4-1 today. He's walked and been safe on an error. Matthews wound up the 1959 season at 3 5 here he is. First pitch is low. That's a ball, ball one. Well, everybody had quite a plane trip last night. Very smooth and enjoyable from Chicago's O'Hare Airport. Speaking of the press, radio, and TV men, here's the pitch to Matthews, and it's too close for a ball, 2 and all. The two teams flew direct from uh, Milwaukee in their charter planes. We all jumped in a motorcycle-escorted bus from Milwaukee down to O'Hare Airport north of Chicago. Got on a Continental jet, and they got out here in no time at all. Beautiful flight. Here's the pitch to Matthews. Cut on and missed the fastball. Two and one. 
The players arrived here in uh, Los Angeles at about 12.30 this morning, just after midnight, which would be uh, 4.30 New York time. Here's the pitch, low and close. One away in the fifth inning. Bruton popped up to short to open the inning. Matthews, the batter, with one down. Drysdale has his sign from Roseboro. Here's the pitch to Matthews. He swings. There's the ball down the right field line. It's going to go foul, though. It goes into the seats. No, it's a fair ball. It was on the line and a fair ball. It's a home run. It cleared that short six-foot fence. Let me lean forward just a little bit here. It cleared that short six-foot fence right down the line, and it's a home run for Eddie Matthews. That ball was right on the line. It looked like it was curving foul. We had to look down at the umpire in the right field corner, Bill Foreman, who waves Matthews around. It's a home run, and Milwaukee now leads by a score of 4-2. to two. So Matthews homers, and Milwaukee goes out in front now 4-2. to two. And the first pitch to Aaron is fouled off to the third base side. Gilliam giving it a chase, and he can't get it. It drops just inside the retaining wall, but out of his reach back at third. Well, Tony, that uh, ball down the line was a close one. It uh, looked like it could have gone foul, but by George, it stayed just in, didn't it? It was a real treat for Eddie Matthews' relatives who were all here. He hails from Santa Barbara and uh, told me before the game this afternoon that everybody's out here to watch the ball game today and uh, all pulling for him, of course, and he gave him a little treat right there. That's his first hit in this series, and it went for the total for four bases. It increases Milwaukee's lead to a 4-2 to two margin. Hank Aaron, the batter, with an 0-1 count. Here's the pitch to Aaron. It's a spike call, getting the outside corner just above the knees. We've seen two home runs today. Over that left field fence by Neal of the Dodgers. And to the right field corner by Matthews of Milwaukee. Here's the pitch. He ducks under a high, hard fastball. And the count is one and two. Ball one strike, two count. The top of the fifth inning, Milwaukee leading by a pair, four to two. Henry Aaron duck, ducks under the next one, a fastball high again. And it's an even count of two and two. Aaron has been up to the plate twice. He's doubled and popped to the third baseman. He'll be followed to the plate by Frank Torrey. There's one away in the fifth inning. All right, Drysdale into the motion again, fires in, and this one's low into the dirt in front of Roseboro. So the count to Aaron, Milwaukee's great right fielder, goes to three and two. Three balls and two strikes. Aaron also was blanked yesterday. There's a ground ball hit. Foul of third base. And the count stays at three and two. The left fielder, Norm Larker, goes over to retrieve it in foul territory, holding up the pace of the game just a couple of seconds. All right, Aaron in the batter's box, and Drysdale is set to go. He peers down to Roseboro for his signal. He has it. Here's the pitch to Henry. He takes outside for ball four, and Aaron gets a walk. So that puts Aaron at first base. And here comes manager Walter Alston out of the L.A. dugout to our left, and he is calling in a new pitcher. 
We're getting a new pitcher for Los Angeles. Drysdale is being lifted, and Padres is coming on. So Drysdale pitched four and one-third innings. He gave up four runs on a total of six hits. He recorded three strikeouts, and he gave up two bases on ball. So Johnny Padres comes on, and let's take a look at his record, uh, Tony. Padres has been in 33 ball games, has started 29, has pitched six complete games, 192 and two-third innings. He has allowed 189 hits, 93 runs, has given up a total of 73 walks, has struck out 144 second in strikeouts on the ball club behind Sandy Koufax, along with John Drysdale. Of course, Drysdale with 239. His earned run average, 4.15, and a season record to this date, 14 wins and 9 losses. So we switch now to the opposite side of the mound as uh, Padres comes in, a left-hander to face the Milwaukee Braves. The Braves loaded the lineup a little bit with left-hand power today against the uh, right-hand pitching of Don Drysdale at the start of the ballgame. Padres taking over now. A left-hander has been warming up for about the last three innings uh, right uh, next to our broadcast location. Four to two score in favor of the Milwaukee Braves over the Los Angeles Dodgers. It's easy to overlook, I think, Bob, the fact that there is so much money uh, in dollars and cents riding on this particular ball game this afternoon. Uh, for the Dodgers especially, of course, if they can win, uh, they already have assured themselves with a victory, if they would win this afternoon, of uh, at least uh, a share in the World Series, a winner's share or a loser's share, as the case might be. Braves, of course, uh, are uh, grasping at straws now in these two ball games. They have to win them both to get in the World Series, and there's a lot of money right there for every one of those ballplayers. All right, the first hitter that Padres will face is Frank Torrey. Padres appeared in five games against Milwaukee this year. He completed one, made three starts, and came away with a three-and-one record against Milwaukee. Here's the first pitch, and Torrey takes the ball inside, throw to first base, and Aaron gets back in time. So we have pitcher number two on the scene for Los Angeles, Johnny Padres, the left-hander. Replacing Don Drysdale, Milwaukee leading by a score of four to two, with one away in the top of the fifth. There it is to Torrey into the dirt for a ball. Two and nothing count. Two and oh count to Torrey. Left-hander Johnny Padres, the red 22 on his white home uniform. Aaron takes a short lead. Here's the pitch to Torrey. He takes a spike call on a fastball. Two and one count. Bruton opened the inning by popping to short. Eddie Matthews hit a home run down the right field line just into the stands. Aaron has walked, and Padres has come on to pitch. Here it is to Torrey. He swings. There's a fly ball to right field. Moon going back a couple of steps and straight, straight away right, and he takes it for the out. So that makes it two away in the fifth inning. And with the runner on first, it brings up Lee May. And we're getting a pinch hitter for May. Andy Papko is coming out to hit. And the situation of yesterday is reversed. Pafko started in left field for Milwaukee and was lifted for a pinch hitter, May. And now today the opposite is happening. 
The left-hand hitting May, who batted against right-hand pitching Drysdale, goes out. And Papko, who swings right-handed, is going in against the left-hander Padres. Aaron takes a very short lead here at first base. And Pafko waits for the first pitch from Padres. Here it is, Andy. He swings. There's a fly ball deep to right field. Moon going back against the wall, against the wall. He grabs it and holds himself off from the right field fence with his glove hand. A long fly ball to right field by Pafko, and Moon had to retreat to the fence to pull it down. So the total's on the fifth inning for Milwaukee. One run. There were just one hit, no errors, and one left on. So the score at the middle of the fifth inning is Milwaukee 4, the L.A. Dodgers 2. This is Bob Finnegan with Tony Flynn at the Los Angeles Coliseum. As we go to the bottom half of the fifth inning, it'll be Maury Wills, leadoff hitter for Los Angeles. Milwaukee leading by a 4-2 score. Wills is batting for the second time this afternoon. He bounced out to the second baseman in the third inning. Lou Burdett, the Milwaukee pitcher, has given up two runs on five hits. And L.A. has used two pitchers to this point with Padres taking over for Drysdale in the top half of the inning. So Wills is the batter. Left-hand swinger. Burdett stands high on the rubber. Gets ready to go. Here's the pitch to him. He shortens up as if the bunt takes the pitch. It's a called strike. the L.A. bullpen to our right. The leather left-hander begins to warm up. Sandy Koufax, here's the pitch. Wills takes the ball low. So Walter Alston is having Koufax throw hard. And it may be that we'll get a pinch hitter here for Padres in the bottom half of this fifth inning. Maury Wills up there. One and one count. Burdett gets his side from Del Crandall. Del Crandall. And here's the one-and-one pitch to Wills. He swings. There's the ground ball. One hop right back to the pitcher. Throw to first, and he beats him by a third of the base path. So Wills bounces out on a comebacker to the pitcher, Lou Burdett. There's one away, and that brings up Padres. And he's coming out to hit. And Kopax at this juncture, sits down. The situation evidently hinged and takes the ball low. So Walter Alston is having Kopax throw hard. And it may be that we'll get a pinch hitter here for Padres in the bottom half of this fifth inning. Maury Wills up there. One and one count. Burdette gets his side from Del Crandall. And here's the one and one pitch to Wills. He swings. There's a ground ball. One hop right back to the pitcher. Throw to first. And he beats him by a third of the base path. So Wills bounces out on a comebacker to the pitcher, Lou Burdett. There's one away, and that brings up Padres, and he's coming out to hit. And Kopax at this juncture, sits down. The situation evidently hinged on Wills getting on base. Had he gotten on base, we would have seen a pinch hitter for Padres and Kopax into the game. But Wills did not get on, so Padres is coming out to swing for himself. Left-hand batter. Johnny Padres, the L.A. pitcher. Milwaukee leading by a pair, 4-2 in this second game of the National League pennant playoff series. Here's the pitch to Padres. He takes the strike call to breaking pitch that came into him. And the count is 0-1. If Milwaukee wins today, we'll be right back at this stand tomorrow afternoon for the third and the uh, rubber game in the series to determine the National League champion. 
One away, bottom half of the fifth inning. Padres swings at this one. It's a ground ball down the first baseline, and it rolls foul. Burnett chases across the line and almost to where we are sitting, picks it up in foul territory. Let's take 10 seconds now across this country for station identification. This is Quality Modern Radio, WOKO, first in Albany, New York, with the best in music, news, and sports, and the Bruce Hutchison Show every night from 8.35 until midnight. All right, Luper dead into the motion again. 0-2 to Padres. Padres swings. There's a fly ball to right field. Hank Aaron going over into right center. He waits under it and takes it for out number two. Here's Jim Gilliam, the third baseman, coming up to the plate for his third time this afternoon. He's bounced out to the third baseman and fly to left in two trips. Milwaukee 4, Los Angeles 2. Team has had a home run, Neal for L.A. and Matthews for Milwaukee. L.A. now has a total of five hits, and Milwaukee has hit safely six times. Here's the pitch to Gilliam. He swings. He slices one off into left center field. Root is chasing it, and it falls in front of him. It's a hit to throw into second base. So Gilliam singles to left center field, and it brings up Charlie Neal. Neal has been going great guns in two trips to the plate this afternoon. He has tripled and homered. He has scored two runs, the two L.A. runs. So now with two away, Burdett has to face what has been his toughest customer today, the L.A. second baseman, Charlie Neal. Runner at first is Gilliam with the sixth hit for Los Angeles, making the hits equal. Burdett stretches, fires in, it's swung on, there's a fly ball down the right field line. Here comes Aaron, he's not going to get to it, and it falls foul by three feet, three quarters of the way down the right field foul line. A fastball sliced off, landed foul, and the count is 0-1. And Neal, who had rounded first base during the flight of the ball, now goes back to the plate. The on-deck hitter is Wally Moon for Los Angeles. The Dodgers scored a run in the first inning, a run in the fourth on Neal's homer. Milwaukee scored a pair in the first, one in the second, one more in the fifth on Matthews' home run. And after Matthews' circuit pop, Aaron walked, and Drysdale went out for Padres. All right, Neal back there. So is Burdett set to go on the pitcher's hill. Gillian takes a short lead at first base. Burdett has his sign. Here's the stretch. And the pitch. It is cut on and fouled into the dirt. And the count is 0-2. Nothing in two for the batter. The outfield for Neal is deep and shaded just a little bit toward left, almost straight away. The left fielder, Andy Papko, is back uh, just about three feet in front of that left field screen. All right, Burdett has his sign again. Here's Gilliam with a short lead just in front of us. And the pitch to Neal. He takes the fastball, missing the outside corner. The count goes to one and two. Ball, one strike, two count. The umpire at home plate today calling the balls and strikes is the veteran National League umpire, Al Farley. 
Well, the White Sox, who clinched the American League pennant five days in advance of the end of the season, are keeping an eye on this one. Here's the pitch to Neal. He swings and gets a small piece of it, sending it foul on the ground back of home plate. The count stays at one and two. Neal is having quite a series. He has five hits. He had three yesterday, and he has two today. Home run and a triple. Two out, Gilliam at first. Milwaukee leading by two, four to two. Here's the stretch and the pitch. He cuts and fouls it back into the seats back of the screen behind home plate. Burdett has given up six hits, two of them for extra bases, both by Neal. The rest were his singles. And so the big right-hander from Nitro West Virginia toes the rubber. Getting set to go again before this crowd estimated that 60,000 people, probably a little bit under, but a big jam crowd. Here's the pitch. He takes a half swing, holds off, falls down back across the plate. The bat slides out of his hands. The call on the ball is a ball to make it two and two. And Burdett came off the hill to have something to say to Al Parlick behind home plate. And the crowd gets on him a little bit. So it's an even-up count of two and two to Neal. Frank Torrey straddling the inside corner of the bag against Gilliam here in front of us. Burdett ready to go again. Nods to Crandall, but he'll take that signal. Here's the pitch to Neal. He misses outside with the fastball. And it goes to a full count of three and two. Milwaukee 4, Los Angeles 2, last half of the fifth inning. A cloudless sky above, a bright, warm day in Los Angeles. Temperature about 80 degrees today and a shirt sleeve crowd on hand. All right, Burdett ready to work again. Gilliam takes a short lead at first base. Burdett checks him, fires to the plate, full count, swung on ground ball. Logan, the shortstop, the throw is to first base in time to retire the side. Neal goes out short to first to end the inning. And in the fifth inning, no runs, one hit, no errors, one left. And the score at the end of five full innings of play is the Milwaukee Braves four, the Los Angeles Dodgers two. Dick, the inventors of electric shaving, are bringing you this ballgame today. And because no one speed is right for every beard, Dick now brings you one, two, three speeds. In the amazing new Schick Free Speed Razor, it's the first and only electric razor that lets you shift the speed and adjust the shaving head to shave every kind of beard as close, clean, and fast as you like. Yes, now you can shift to high for tough, wiry whiskers and get stepped-up speed for a really close shave. If you have tender skin, shift to low and get a good close shave with an extra clean and fast as you like. Yes, now you can shift to high for tough, wiry whiskers and get stepped-up speed for a really close shave. If you have tender skin, shift to low and get a good close shave with an extra gentle shaving action. You can even shift the speed while shaving for problem areas like the neck or upper lip. Speed control and shaving head control. Only new Schick Free Speed has both. Yes, now you can set the speed, set the head, get the shade that fits your face. New Schick Free Speed. Get a free demonstration at your dealer now. 
So we go to the sixth inning of Los Angeles with Milwaukee on top by two. And pitchers now, Padres and Burdett. And the first batter will be Johnny Logan, who has two hits. And Tony, this fellow's had a good year, hasn't he? Uh, certainly so. If the Braves ever nominated comeback player of the year this year, it'll have to be Johnny Logan, who had a bad season last year, both in the hitting department and a little bit in the fielding department as well. And uh, fans got on him pretty well. This season he came through has been up around 300. Most of the season has just tailed off in the last month or so. Certainly come along very well in the 1959 campaign. Well, Logan has one-third of Milwaukee's total of hits. He has two base hits. And as a perfect day at the plate thus far, his two hits came off Drysdale, and now Padres fires the first one to him. It's a strike called as he gets the outside corner with a breaking pitch that's lighter. Nothing in one count to the leadoff man in the sixth inning. Left-hander Johnny Padres into the motion against Logan, and Logan low bridges under the fastball, one and one. L.A. has Larker, Snyder, and Moon in the outfield. Gilliam, Wills, Niels, and Hodges in the infield. Padres and Roseboro, the current battery. One and one pitch being ready by the left-hander. He fires to Logan. There's a fly ball to left center field. It may fall. It is caught. A beautiful catch by Larker. A backhand stab running toward left center field. A beautiful grab for the out. A nice catch by Larker, a good defensive play. That ball looked like it might be in for at least two when Larker came speeding over from his left field position and made a lunging backhand grab of the fly ball for out number one here in the top of the sixth inning. Dell Crandall now is up there. First pitch to Dell. It's a ball outside. And while yesterday Crandall got two of the Braves' six hits to lead his club in hitting, today he has been a strikeout victim on two occasions. Next pitch low on a bit outside, and the count goes to two and oh. One away in the sixth inning, Milwaukee by two, four to two. The Braves up there in their gray traveling uniforms, playing game two of the pennant playoff. Here it is to Crandall, a curveball, catches the inside corner. Just above the knees, that makes it two and one. Well, if Milwaukee hangs on, and it's early, there'll be another game tomorrow. A ground ball is hit down to the third baseman, Gilliam. Nice pickup. The long throw is strike to Hodges. And Crandall is beaten by two steps for out number two. And with two away in the sixth inning, it brings up the number eight hitter in the Milwaukee lineup, Felix Mantia, who has flied to right and struck out on two occasions. That throw from third base to the first baseman comes right at us here. Here's the pitch to Mantilla. And that one is a ball on the inside, ball one. Padres into the motion again. That one swung on and lined over the second baseman. Said he couldn't come down with it. It's a hit to right field for Mantilla. The throw in by Moon, and Mantilla holds up here in front of us at first base. That's hit number seven for Milwaukee. And puts them one ahead of the Dodgers in the hit column. Here's Burdett with one of the hits that Milwaukee has picked up. He singled in the second. He bounced out to third in the fourth. And he's batting here in the sixth inning with a runner on and two away. Burdett, who is yet to be beaten by Los Angeles this year in two decisions, both gained here at the Coliseum. The starting pitcher today and ahead by two. Now in the batter's box facing Padres, the L.A. left-hander. 
and tee off. But first, here it is to protect that fastball, a real hot one. It's a strike call right down the middle. And Padres really poured that one in. The on-deck batter is Billy Bruton, the leadoff man and center fielder. All right, Burdett waits for the next pitch. Padres fires it into him. He takes a change-up curveball for a strike on the outside corner. And the count is 0-2. Padres bet in the fastball and then changed up on him. And the count goes to no balls and two strikes. Mantilla edges away at first base. Here's the pitch from Padres. Burdett swings. He went golfing for a low pitch and struck out to retire the side. So in the sixth inning, for Milwaukee, no runs on one hit, no errors, one left. And the score as we go to the bottom half of the sixth inning is the Milwaukee Braves four, the Los Angeles Dodgers two. No longer a memory, but here to enjoy today. Original Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Here's beer with a flavor the likes of which haven't been enjoyed in America for many and many a year. Matter of fact, ever since way back in 1893. That was the year that Pabst Blue Ribbon, from among all the many fine beers brewed, was named America's Best at the Columbian Exposition held in Chicago. Best then, even more enjoyable today. Try it in bottles, cans, or on tap. Original Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer. The original Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer is here. Brewed just like the beer that won the Blue Ribbon. Such a beer hasn't been enjoyed in America in over 50 years. Look for the special label on every bottle and can of the original Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. The original, the original Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. The top part of the batting order for the Los Angeles Dodgers has been very effective in this afternoon's game. Well, despite the fact the Dodgers trail by a score of 4-2, to two, Charlie Neal and Wally Moon together have combined to get a total of four hits. And uh, they include a home run, a triple, and a pair of singles out of the total of six hits thus far in the ballgame by the Los Angeles Dodgers. And when you've got the top part of your order hitting, you've got things working the way they're supposed to work. But thus far, it uh, hasn't put the Dodgers out in front. Four to two, the Braves lead. And uh, right now, we move into the bottom half of the sixth inning as the Dodgers come to bat. And here is Bob Finnegan. All right, Moon opens the sixth inning for Los Angeles, needing two for the tie. Moon has uh, two base hits and two trips. The single back of the bag at second and one to center field. So he's been hitting them straight away against Burdett. Four to two game. Milwaukee leads in the second game of the pennant playoff. All right, the right-hander into the motion. And here's the pitch to Moon. He swings. Fly ball to left center field. Bruton's got a run. He's getting there and he grabs it in left center. So that's out number one and brings up Duke Snyder. Snyder, who did not appear in the lineup yesterday at Milwaukee, is in the start today. He's been up twice and has been a strikeout victim swinging both times. Burdett has given up six hits. Neal is chief tormentor. The home run and a triple. Moon has two. Hodges has one. And the sixth hit is owned by Gilliam. So it's Snyder trying to solve Burdett now. Get the bat on the ball for the first time this afternoon and hitting into the fair territory. The first pitch to him is outside for a ball, ball one. The crowd today, which almost uh, goes right up to the rim of this big coliseum, is all around the playing field and fills the coliseum's uh, half, which is around the diamond itself. Here's the pitch. 
Snyder swings. There's a fly ball, a high fly ball to right center field. Bruton back in front of the wall out there. He's going back, and he falls into the wall, making the catch. Boy, the Duke really hit that one. But it has to travel in right field and in center field here at the Coliseum. The center fielder, Billy Bruton, backed up against the screen out there and pocketed it 400 feet from home plate. So that's out number two, two fly balls to center field to open the last half of the sixth inning for Los Angeles. And the batter is Hodges with a hit in two trips. He's grounded to short and single to left. Hodges the batter, nobody on, two down. Last half of the sixth inning, Milwaukee four, Los Angeles two. Burdett into the motion. Here's the pitch to Hodges. Hill takes the fastball a little bit high. Ball one. One and nothing count. Burdett ready to go again. The outfield deep and to the left. Half goal back against that wire screen in left field for Milwaukee. Hodges getting comfortable up at home play. All right, the brave Burdett rocks into the motion. Here's the pitch to Gill. He takes a strike, a fastball just above the knees on the outside corner. And the count goes to one and one. Ball one strike, one count. Dodgers, two runs, six hits, two errors. Milwaukee, four runs, seven hits, no errors. All right, Burdett against Hodges. Here's the pitch to Hodges. He swings and fouls it down the third baseline. A slow roller. Back at the coach's box. Count one and two. Ball one, strike two, count. Burdett, in two starts at Los Angeles this year, won both of them, pitching nine innings in the first and going eight and the third in the second. So this is a ballpark at which he has enjoyed good success. All right, Hodge is ready, so is Burdett, pitching with nobody on, two away. Here's the pitch to kill. It's a strike call to retire the side. In the sixth inning for Los Angeles, no runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left. And at the end of six full innings of play, it's the Milwaukee Braves for the L.A. Dodgers 2. Fans, the makers of Schick Electric Razors have a whole network of shaver shops in all parts of the country. In these shaver shops, factory-trained technicians are ready to give your Schick Electric Razor the care and service it needs now and then. And right now, during the next two weeks, Schick is offering you a free tune-up. Just bring in your Schick electric razor, and these experts will clean and adjust it free. Put it in tip-top shaving condition. And listen, for all you radio fans listening to this game right now, Schick offers this radio special. When you bring in your Schick razor for a free tune-up, just mention that Dick Tufel sent you, and they'll give you a set of nylon shaving brushes for your electric razor free. This radio special offer ends October 15th. So go to your nearest Schick shaver shop first chance you get. The address is in the yellow pages of your phone book. Well, we go to the seventh inning now. Milwaukee comes up. And in this inning against Johnny Padres, the first batter will be the leadoff man, Billy Bruton. Bruton's been up there three times and has failed to hit. He's grounded out to the pitcher, the shortstop, and popped to short. So it's Bruton to open the seventh with Milwaukee on top by two, four to two. On the season, 
The Los Angeles Dodgers won 12 of 22 games against Milwaukee. Shortens up as if to butt and hangs high for a ball, ball one. So now in 23 games played between the two teams, the Dodgers have won 13 and Milwaukee 10. Here's the pitch to Bruton. He swings. He slices a pop-up back to short. The shortstop, Logan, going back, calling, and he takes it right in front of the left fielder. Coming in there. Rather, the shortstop uh, for the L.A. Dodgers, Wills, grabbed in front of Larker, so it's one away. Bruton pops to deep short. This is the third playoff in National League history, and the Dodgers have been in uh, both of the two previous. They lost to St. Louis in 46, and they lost to the Giants in 51. Eddie Matthews now with a hit in two official trips. And the first pitch to him is a ball low and inside for ball one. Matthews has walked, been safe on there, and hit a home run in the right field corner. All right, Padres into the motion again. Here it is to Matthews, and he ducks under a curveball. Ball two, no strikes. Two and nothing count to Matthews, the right fielder Aaron, the on-deck batter. The right field corner here at Los Angeles is 333 feet. Matthews takes the strike on the outside corner just above the belt. And the count goes to two and one. Two balls and one strike to the left-hand swinger. Here's the pitch from Padres. It's too close. Up under the chin for a ball. And that makes it three and one. Padres has been in the game. Taking over from Drysdale with one away in the fifth inning. Since that time, he's given up one hit. Here's the pitch to Matthews. He takes a strike. A fastball that makes the count full at three and two. One away, top half of the seventh inning. Milwaukee trying to increase upon its 4-2 lead. Here's the pitch. Matthews swings. There's a hot shot over the second baseman's head. A line hits to center field. He rounds first and holds up as Snyder fires in to second base. And for Milwaukee, that's hit number eight. Hit number eight for Milwaukee against the Dodger pitching today, handled by Drysdale and Padres. And it brings up Aaron. Broke the hitting ice in the first inning of this second game with a double, and then was scored by Torrey Single. So Matthews now has been on each time he's been up today in four trips. Two hits, a walk, and an error. And Aaron the batter, right-hand swinger. Matthews off the first. Here's the pitch. It's a little bit outside for a ball. Makes it one and nothing. So the Braves about hit the Dodgers now eight to six. Here's the pitch. There's a hot shot past the bag at third and just foul. Rolling toward the corner. He just missed with that one. And Roseboro, the catcher, comes out to say something to Padres. The Dodgers start a right-hander warming up in the bullpen. Fowler. One away in the seventh inning for Milwaukee. Matthews on at first base. And Aaron up there with a one-and-one one count. All right, Padres, the left-hander. Gets his sign again. Matthews edges away here at first. Here's the pitch. 
Aaron takes the strike call and another good fastball. So it becomes one and two. One ball and two strikes for the Major League's leading hitter, Henry Aaron of Milwaukee. 354 percentage. Aaron gained the Major League lead in batting right off the start of the season and held it all year. Here's the pitch, Aaron. He swings. There's a line drive to right field. The base knock. Matthews digging around second base. He's going for three. The long throw is in there, and he is out of third base. by the right fielder Wally Moon. One bounce to Junior Gilliam and the throw beat Matthews. As he slid in, he slid right into the ball for off number two. And on the throw in, which got Matthews, Aaron, who singled, went to second. A line drive by Aaron. A hard hit ball. And Moon came up with a beautiful throw to third base to retire Matthews on a slide play. Number 14, now Frank Torrey comes up to the plate with two away, a teammate at second, Aaron, and Milwaukee with a two-run lead, four to two. Up after the seventh inning at the Coliseum in Los Angeles, this is Bob Finnegan along with Tony Flynn. All right, here's the pitch. It's into the dirt. Ball one. Right-hander Churn warms up from the bullpen for L.A., All right, Padres peers down at Roseburg to get his time. There are two down. Runner in scoring position at second base. Padres in the stretch motion. Takes a look at Aaron at second. He fires into Torrey and misses outside for a ball. The count goes to 2-0. and all. Torrey drove in two runs in the first inning with a single. And since that time, has applied to the outfield two times. Padres calls time. He wants to go down to talk to Roseboro. And they both come back to their positions. Milwaukee now has a total of eight hits, nine hits. They picked up two in this inning. Los Angeles has six off for death. All right, Padres looks. Here's the pitch to Torrey. It's into the dirt. Gets away from the catcher. It's going back to the screen. There goes Aaron down to third. Roseboro comes back to the plate with the ball. And I believe that'll be called a wild pitch. We are considerably removed from the press box, so we'll take a look to our right now over the right fielder at the scoreboard and see if there is any indication. This is the wild pitch confirmed by the scoreboard. Aaron moves to third on the play. There are two down in the seventh. And Torrey's the batter with a three and oh count. Here's the next pitch from Padres. He takes ball four. High and close. And Milwaukee has runners at first and at third. And it brings up Andy Papko. Papko came into the game in the fifth inning to bat for May when the Dodgers went from a right-hander, Drysdale, to a left-hander, Padres. And manager Walter Alston has just come onto the playing field. And we may get a new pitcher. While we have a moment, we'd like to thank the sponsor of the Edward P. Morgan radio program, the news program, usually heard over most of these stations at this time, 
for delaying their broadcast until following ABC's coverage of this National League playoff game. We're getting a new pitcher now. Padres is going out. Now pitching for Los Angeles. Number 45, Chuck Chern. Chern is coming on the scene to pitch. He's appeared in 13 games. He has no record. And he has a 3-2 and two record. 3-2 and two record. He appeared in 13 games, did not appear as a starter, but appeared in relief on all occasions, and an earned run average of almost 5, 4.97. So this is the third pitcher for the Dodgers, Chuck Churn, a right-hander, successor to Drysdale and Padres, and he comes onto a scene that has two runners aboard at first and at third, with two down in the top of the seventh. Milwaukee on top, 4-2, to two, in the second game of the National League playoff series. And Pafko's being taken out now. A left-hand batter will come on. Enos Slaughter is coming out to bat for Pafko. Slaughter came up in yesterday's game at Milwaukee and grounded out as a pinch hitter. And so manager Fred Haney is going for the percentage play. The left-hander goes out, the right-hander comes on, so he switches to a left-hand swinger, Enos Country Slaughter. Slaughter appeared in nine games, was at the plate 16 times with three hits for Milwaukee and batted 188. So the veteran outfielder, Enos Country Slaughter, is pinch hitting now for Pavko with teammates at first and at third and two away here in the seventh. The first pitch from Churn is high. Ball one count. One and all to Slaughter. And a couple of pitchers begin to warm up. Let's turn around here. We've got a pair of right-handers warming up for Los Angeles. Churn checks the runners, pitches to Slaughter. There's a pop-up. Third base, Gilliam calling for it near the bag. He's got it to retire the side. So in the seventh inning for Milwaukee, no runs on two hits. There were no errors and two left on. And as we go to the bottom half of the seventh inning, the score is still Milwaukee 4, Los Angeles 2. What was so good about the good old days? The original Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. No longer a memory, but here today for you to enjoy. It's the only beer with the original flavor of the good old times. Because Pabst Blue Ribbon beer is now brewed just like it was in 1893. The year it won the Blue Ribbon at the Columbian Exposition. The original. So whether you're planning a party, at mealtime, or if you just want a few moments of relaxation, be sure to get that beer with the good old-time flavor. The original Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. March up and ask for the original Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Look for the special new label on every bottle and can of Pabst. It's your invitation to enjoy real old-time beer flavor. Such a beer hasn't been enjoyed in America in over 50 years. The original, get original, the Anna Slaughter, who went into the ballgame as a pinch batter in the last uh, half inning, is not going into the active lineup, but instead the Braves will put John Demerit 
into the outfield. He will play left field for the Milwaukee Braves. John Demerit, bonus player of just a couple of years ago. Ready to go now in the bottom half of the seventh inning. The Braves four. The Dodgers two in the second game of the 1959 National League playoffs. Bob Finnegan. The first hitter in the last half of the seventh inning for Los Angeles is the outfielder, Larker, playing in left field today. He played in right yesterday at Milwaukee, and Burdett's first pitch to Larker is low into the dirt. One skip to Crandall's glove, ball one. One and nothing count to Larker. He'll be followed by Roseboro and by the shortstop, Wills. And so we're going into the final third of this ballgame with Milwaukee holding on to a 4-2 lead. Here's the pitch to Larker. He swings and lines one into short center field. That's the base hit. So Larker opens the seventh inning for Los Angeles with a single to center, and it brings up Roseboro, hitless in two trips, author of that big home run yesterday at County Stadium. Left-hand batter, and Burdett is the pitcher. He started, gone six full. He has now given up a total of seven hits. We've seen two home runs today over the left field screen by Neal of Los Angeles and to the right field corner by Matthews of Milwaukee. All right, Larker has a short lead at first base. Roseboro waiting for the first pitch. Here it is to him. He swings a hot ground ball. Torrey at first base. Throw to second for the force out. Relay to first. Eight double play. A double play. And on it, the Milwaukee shortstop, Johnny Logan, was hurt. He's rolled away from the play at second base toward the shortstop position and is laying on his back and it is obvious that he is in pain. Logan, the shortstop, hurt on that play. As Larker came into second base, he dumped him hard just after Logan got rid of the ball to complete the double play at first base. And most of the teammates uh, of uh, Logan have come out to take a look at him. They've emptied the bench. Here comes the trainer. Fred Haney is out there. And Torrey is calling to the Dodger dugout. I think he's calling for a stretcher, or at least a doctor. And the stretcher is being brought out. Logan took the throw from Torrey. He relayed back to first base to complete the double play the hard way back to the first baseman. But he was cleaned out of there by Larker sliding in, and he rolled away from the play in obvious pain, clutching at his stomach. He took a hard blow from Larker, and he's still on the field, laying on his back down there at shortstop. He's rolled over onto his left side now. He doubled up facing left field on the ground. The stretcher is not being used. The trainer and the doctor are out there taking a look at him, and we'll try to see what has happened. The bases have been emptied by that double play here in the last half of the seventh inning. From the first baseman to the shortstop back to first. And there are two away in the seventh. Well, Tony Larker came in there with a full head of steam on that slide. And uh, Logan took a pretty nasty blow, apparently. There are times when second second base is a pretty tough position to play. And uh, that time, of course, is when the double play situation does exist. The base runner going down has the responsibility to try and take the man out of the play who is going to have to complete the double play, and that's exactly what Larker had to do, of course. Uh, particularly where he hit uh, John Logan uh, in the combination or uh, what particular kind of an injury Logan has suffered, we are unable to say at the present time, but perhaps we'll be able to get a report on it uh, as soon as we can and relay that uh, to the fans listening. 
Edward P. Morgan will follow today's game at 9 o'clock over Quality Modern Radio in Albany, New York. Immediately following today's game, the Rosary. And uh, this is a tough break for the Milwaukee Ball Club because Logan has been their toughest hitter against the Dodgers and a fine defensive player at shortstop. Great all-around Major League ball player. Joe Taylor along with Andy Papko. Manager Pratini is up. And uh, they're taking the uh, injured player off the playing field at the present time on a stretcher. Felix Mantia at second base. Frank Torrey at first base. Hey, Frank! And we will have a change now oh, in the Frank. Milwaukee lineup. Hey, Frank! Let's go. Uh, Frank Torrey is indicating to us that he's not sure just how he got hurt. But it's indicated that his left side took a tough blow and uh, perhaps a cracked rib. Right. Terrific blow to the stomach that knocked his wind out, but he didn't seem to recover it. Mantia goes to short. And Shane Deans comes into the lineup at second. How about that? Red Shane Deans, recovering from a terrific battle with tuberculosis, is into the lineup at second base for Milwaukee. Mantia goes to short. Frank... Couldn't tell, huh? Torrey said he was in pain, and it indicates that his left side took the blow. Maury Wills, the batter, the base is empty. You might think it's strange I'm yelling to Torrey, but we're sitting about uh, 30 feet from him from our broadcast uh, point at the L.A. Coliseum today, just back at first base. So they're two away, and here's the pitch to Wills. He swings and misses at Burdett's low fastball. Larker led off the inning with a single to center. Roseboro hits a double play first to short to first. And on the cleanout play at second, with Larker sliding, Logan was injured. He's been taken off the field on a stretcher. Fully conscious, but uh, in pain. Here's the pitch to Wills. He takes a strike called on the fastball. So it's two down in the seventh for Los Angeles. Milwaukee holding on to a 4-2 lead behind Burdett. Burdett trying for his 22nd victory of the 1959 campaign, including the playoffs, and his third over L.A. this year. Wills swings and misses for a strike. It's dropped by Crandall, but he picks it up quickly and tags the hitter for out number three. So in the seventh inning, no runs, one hit, no errors, none left. And the score at the end of seven full innings of play is Milwaukee 4, Los Angeles 2. You know, a big league pitcher needs an assortment of speed so he can pick the pitch he wants according to the situation. Now, for the first time, you can pick just the right speed for just the shave you want. Listen. One. Two. Three. That's the sound of a new Schick Free Speed Razor. Adjust the shaving head to shave every kind of beard as fast, as close as you like. Now, you can shift to high for the stepped-up drive you need for tough, wiry whiskers. Or, you can shift to low for a more gentle shaving action. Why, you can even shift the speed while shaving for the sensitive problem area like the chin or upper lip. One, two, three... That's the sound of a new Schick Free Speed Razor. First chance you get. Ask your dealer about the 14-day free home trial offer. Well, the paid attendance here at Los Angeles has just been announced, and it totals 36,528, considerably under the original estimate. But uh, still, nevertheless, a very good crowd on relatively short notice. Looks bigger, but I guess we're just not used to looking at this big coliseum. 
Well, there's Shane Deanst, who's going to lead off, batting in Logan's place here in the eighth inning, top of the eighth. And Chuck Churn is the right-hander for Los Angeles. Shane Deanst has appeared in four games this year. That's the ball outside. He's been at the plate twice and has failed to hit. 1-0 count, left-hander. Takes the strike, he's the switch hitter. Batting left-handed against right-handed pitching. And here's the fella that Milwaukee missed, although they got good second basing from Mantilla and Avila later in the season. But he's a real spike plug. Here it is, he swings and misses at a change-up pitch. Matter of fact, Milwaukee's used Avila, Cotier, Roach, Mantilla in that position. Red swings at this one. It's a ground ball to Neal at second. The throw to first, and he beats him by two steps. And Red, as he trots by our position, gets a little bit of a hand from the crowd back at first base. Second to first, one away. Here's Crandall. Crandall's been up three times. He struck out twice and bounced to third. As much as we could learn about Logan, he took a hard blow to the side in the ribs. One away in the eighth inning. Milwaukee four, Los Angeles two. Here's the pitch to Crandall. He swings. There's a fly ball to left center field. Snyder going back, back, back. He's off the screen out there for extra bases. The left fielder, Larker, picks it up. Crandall digging for third. The relay is going to be too late and is not even thrown in from the shortstop. Wills, he holds it back a second, and it's a three-base hit. The left center field off the screen for Del Crandall. Crandall unloads Milwaukee's 10th hit of the afternoon. And their third for extra bases. His first hit of the day, a triple to left center. Here bring, that brings up Mantia, who's had one hit and three trips. Shane Deans opened the eighth, bouncing out to second. Crandall has just tripled to the left center field wall. Chuck Churn, right-hander for Los Angeles, their third pitcher today. Shakes off one side. And Mantillo waits, right-hand batter. Here it is to him. He slings fly ball to left center. It'll score a run anyway. Walker back against the wall, makes the catch, and just lobs the ball into the infield. He had no chance to get Crandall coming on to score on the sacrifice fly. So the Braves score here in the eighth inning, and that moves them to a position of a 5-2 lead. They have now scored two runs in the first, one in the second, a singleton in the fifth on Matthews Homer, and a run here in the eighth on the triple and sacrifice fly. So they're two away, and that brings up the pitcher, Lou Burdett. Two down in the eighth inning. Burdett takes the first pitch inside for a ball. Two away in the eighth. The top half, Milwaukee beats 5-2 to two in the second game. Fouled off back into the screen. And so if the Braves hold on, we'll be on the air again tomorrow afternoon from here at the Coliseum at 4.55 Eastern Daylight Time. A ball popped out in front of home plate, falls to the ground, a throw by the pitcher, churn in time. And Burdett is out on a bat handle roller in front of the plate. Pritchard at first base to end the inning. And the totals on the eighth for Milwaukee. One run on one hit. There were no errors. Nobody left. And as we go to the bottom half of the eighth inning, it's Milwaukee five. 
the Los Angeles Dodgers, two. What was so good about the good old days? The original Pabst Blue Ribbon beer, and of course, a barbershop quartet. <laughs> Milwaukee 5, 
the Los Angeles Dodgers, two. What was so good about the good old days? The original Pabst Blue Ribbon beer, and of course, a barbershop quartet. that Johnny Logan just had the wind knocked out of him on that play at second base when Larker slid into him, and he's all right now down in the Milwaukee dressing room. Well, the pitcher is due up for the Dodgers in the last half of the eighth inning. Churn, and we'll probably get a pinch hitter, Tony. Uh, very definitely so at this stage of the ballgame. The Dodgers have got to get moving. They trail by three runs right now, and with Sandy Koufax warming up in the bullpen, it would appear as though Manager Wally Alston is going to use another pitcher in an effort to get something going here in the Dodger half of the eighth frame. Lou Burdett, the right-hander for the Milwaukee Braves, who has been working steadily in this ballgame since its start, has given up a total of seven hits in the ballgame. Retire the side in order in the sixth inning, in the third inning, and in the second. Got in a little bit of trouble here and there, but... Overall, has been in fair control. Gave up one big blow, that home run to Charlie Neal, as well as the triple. But uh, has kept the base hits of the uh, single base variety with that exception. One run for the Dodgers in the first, another in the fourth. And the score is 5-2 to two, Milwaukee as the pinch batter steps in. Don Demeter is going to hit here in the eighth inning to open the frame. Pinch hitting for the pitcher, Chuck Churn. And we'll get Koufax in the ninth. And Burdett is still on the scene. He's pitched a good ball game. He's kept L.A. in check. He leads by three, five to two. Here it is to Demeter. He swings, line drive to left field, right at the left fielder in front of the wall. Demerit makes the catch above his head just a couple of feet in front of that left field screen. A well-hit ball, but right at the left fielder. So that's one away. Here comes Gillian now. Gilliam has been up to the plate three times. He's bounced to third, fly to left, and single to center. Left-hand batter. Five to two, Milwaukee on top. Lou Burdett, breezing along and keeping L.A. in check. They have scored singletons in the first and in the fourth, largely due to the work of Charlie Neal, who tripled in the first inning, was singled home, and then hit a home run in the fourth. All right, Gilliam waits for the pitch, and the first one comes in from Burdett and cuts the heart of the plate, a fastball, strike one. Nothing in one count. Milwaukee, five runs on ten hits. L.A. two runs on seven. Yesterday it was uh, 
L.A. off hitting and outscoring Milwaukee by one. Here's the pitch to Gilliam. He fouls it off the bat handle into the seat wide of third base, and it is an 0-2 count. Since the fourth inning, when Hodges singled and Neil homered, Burdett has given up just one hit. And that was a leadoff single in the seventh inning by Larker and led to the injury to Johnny Logan, who, as we mentioned, is reported resting well in the dressing room, simply having had the wind knocked out of him. There's a fly ball to right center field. The center fielder, Bruton, is over and makes the catch just above the knee in right center field for out number two. Well, here's Neal, who's been the hitting star for Los Angeles. He has two of their seven hits, triple and a home run. He has scored both of their runs. Batting with two away in the last half of the eighth inning. And looking ahead to the ninth, of course, that would bring up Moon, Snyder, and Hodges. Three, four, and five in the lineup. And you couldn't have a better position for the last inning trailing if that's the way L.A. comes into it. So Looper death. An inning and a third away from his 22nd victory of 1959. Fires in, a ground ball, right back to Burnett. A one-hopper as he heads for first base to throw to first to retire the side. Neal bounces out, pitcher to first to end the inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on. And the score at the end of eight full innings of play is Milwaukee 5, Los Angeles 2. In baseball, it's 1, 2, 3, and you're out. But when it comes to shaving, it's one, two, three, and you're in. Yes, just listen. One, two, three. That's the sound of a new Schick three-speed electric razor. And it means you're in. In for the most remarkable shave of your life. Three speeds because no one-speed razor is right for every beard. Fans, this new Schick actually lets you shift the speed and adjust the custom comb head. The shave is close, clean, and fast as you like. Now, my beard is tough as all get out. If you're in that league, you shift the high speed for stepped-up speed. If you have tender skin, Schick's low speed serves up an extra gentle shaving action. Or you can even shift the speed while shaving for those problem areas like your chin or upper lip. That's a story, fans. Try this new Schick three-speed yourself. Most dealers will gladly arrange a free demonstration. Set the speed. Set the head. Get the shave that fits your face. This is Bob Finnegan once again with Tony Flynn at the Los Angeles Coliseum. Where we're heading for the ninth inning with Milwaukee on top 5-2. to two. If Milwaukee wins today, we'll take the air tomorrow with the third game of the deciding game of the playoff series from the Coliseum starting at 12.55 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's time here. 4.55 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time and the corresponding local times across the country. It'll be 3.55 in Chicago, Central Daylight, for instance, and it'll be 4.55 Eastern Daylight Time, a 1 o'clock game here on the coast. All right, Sandy Koufax is the new pitcher, and his first pitch down the pike to Bruton is a called strike. Koufax is the fourth L.A. pitcher today. Drysdale, Padres, Chern, and Koufax. The left-hander fires again to Bruton. He swings at the fastball and misses for strike two. Nothing in two counts. Bruton has been up to the plate four times. Has popped twice and grounded out twice. The fastball is high and outside from Koufax. Four L.A. pitchers against Burdett today. And the great right-hander is an inning away 
from winning his 22nd of the year. Here's Colfax, the left-hander, delivering to Bruton. He swings and misses at the breaking pitch for strike three. Here's Eddie Matthews. Matthews, blanked yesterday, has two for three today. He has been on base every time that he has come up. He's walked in the first, safe on an error in the third, homered to the right field corner in the fifth, and singled in the seventh. Nobody on, one away in the ninth inning for Milwaukee. Three to two, Dodger victory yesterday at County Stadium. Milwaukee leads today by three. One hop to the catcher on that pitch, a ball. So if Milwaukee hangs on, the big one happens tomorrow. And it can't go another day past that. All right, Koufax fires into Matthews. He takes Hine outside for a ball. And the count goes to two and nothing. And if Milwaukee wins today, that would set the World Series for Comiskey Park in Chicago against Al Lopez, Bill Beck, and Chuck Comiskey's White Sox for Friday. Ground ball with a half swing down to the third baseman Gilliam. The long throw across, and he's got him by a step. Third to first for out number two. Here's Aaron. He has two hits in three official trips, a double in the first inning, a single in the seventh, and between those hits, a pop-up and a walk. Two down in the ninth. And the sun still shining brightly on the playing field, threatening to go down beyond the rim of the stadium behind us, but still hanging high enough to be bathing this picture in sunlight. Curveball is blown inside to Aaron for a ball, ball one. Two home runs today. Neal over that left field fence. Matthews to the right field corner. And the hits are 10 to 7 Milwaukee. The score 5 to 2 Braves. Top of the ninth inning, two away. Here's the pitch to Aaron. High, the fastball. Two and oh count. Two balls and no strikes to Aaron. Torrey, the first baseman, is on deck. Here's the pitch to Aaron. He takes a strike call. So it's a two and oneer. Milwaukee scored in the first inning, and they haven't been headed since. Kopak shakes off the sign. Aaron ready for the two-and-one pitch. Here it is to Hank. He takes the ball high on the outside for ball three. The Braves have hit safely in every inning except the third. And in that inning, they had a man aboard on an error. So they've been on every inning. Here's the pitch to Matthew, to Aaron, rather. Fouled off into the screen. So Milwaukee has had something going in every inning this afternoon. Hit safely in every one except the third and had a runner on in that inning. Los Angeles, on the other hand, has been set down in order. One, two, three. Three innings by Burdett. And he has scattered seven hits. All right, Aaron, waiting for the next pitch. Here it is, Henry. It's a ball high, and he walks. So Aaron gets a walk for the second time this afternoon. That's walk number one, two, three, four, given up by L.A. Pitching. It's simply been a case of Milwaukee hitting better than L.A. today. Here's the pitch to Torrey. 
And the first one is a little bit outside for a ball. We've been broadcasting this game from a position just back of first base today. Rather unusual circumstance, but uh, the press coverage is big for this one. Here's the pitch to Torrey. It's too close again. And as a matter of fact, they've been sitting in a portion of dugout just to the outfield side of the L.A. club's dugout. An uncovered portion. Two down in the ninth. Aaron at first, just a few feet in front of us. Here's the pitch from Colfax. Matthews takes a strike call to pass ball across the letters. And the count goes to two and one. Frank Torrey, the batter. I think I said Matthews. Torrey is up there. Matthews bounced out for the second out. Left-hand batter. Here's the look at first by Colfax and the pitch to Torrey. It goes off the bat handle and behind home plate. Foul strike. The Dodgers are going to the bullpen now. The crowd is yelling, and I think at the scoreboard, which interpreted that pitch as a ball, probably not noting that it hit off the handle of the bat. Now they correct it. Two and two count. All right, Colfax checks the runner, fires into Torrey, and it's high for a ball. That takes it to the full count of three and two. Clem Labine is warming up in the bullpen to our right for the Dodgers. L.A.'s used four pitchers today, beginning with Drysdale, who stands to take the loss. Here's the stretch by Kopax. The pitch to Torrey. Ball four high, and he's walked two in a row with two away. The fifth walk given up by L.A. pitching. And Aaron, who had walked with two outs, trots down to second base. Torrey comes on. Here's John DeMerritt, who's gone into left field today. The third one to play that position. May started out there. Papco came on to face left-hand pitching. And when the pitching turned to right-handed, DeMerritt went in. He's coming up for his first trip. Slaughter pinch hit for Papco. In the seventh inning, popped up to third. He swings at the first one and follows it back into the chest protector of the catcher, Johnny Roseboro. So it's a strike one count. Demerit for Milwaukee. Drew away in the top half of the ninth inning. The runner's off at first and at second. Aaron at second, Torrey at first. Demerit waits for the pitch from Koufax. Nice steps off the rubber. The left-hander peers down again. Now he toes it. Runners away at first and second. Demerit, the batter, waits. Here's the pitch. High and outside for a ball. The fast one. So it's a one-and-one count. Milwaukee leads 5-2 to two here in the ninth inning. They have runners aboard at first and at second with two away. Demerit, the left fielder, now batting. One-and-one one count. Kofax ready again. Here's the pitch to Demerit. He takes outside for a ball. Two-and-one. Two-and-one count. Colfax got Bruton on a strikeout swinging. Matthews bounced to third. Then he walked Aaron and Torrey. All right, the runner's off. Here it is to Demerit. And it's high for a ball. That makes it three and one. And Clem Levine 
in the L.A. bullpen. Starts to throw hard just to our right here. Three and one count. Colfax ready to go again. Close left fielder John Demerit of Milwaukee. The pitch. One out and miss for his strike. Makes it three and two. Well, in the last half of this inning, Burdett has to face the L.A. power. Moon, Snyder, and Hodges, the first three due up. A full count to Demerit. Top of the ninth inning, two away. The runners will probably be going. Here's the pitch. There they go. Demerit takes ball four outside, and the bases are walked full. Manager Walter Alston. Walt's coming out to talk to Colfax, and we may get a new pitcher. If so, that would be the fifth of the afternoon for Los Angeles. And that's all for Colfax. Well, Tony, there's been a uh, pretty good succession of pitchers, and the latest is Clem Labine. Bases are loaded with two away in the top of the ninth inning for Milwaukee, and the Braves lead L.A. in the second game of the pennant playoff by a score of 5-2. to two. Well, we couldn't bring back the good old days. Nobody can. But Pabst has brought back the good old-time flavor in beer. It's here. Yes, yours to enjoy today in original Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer. In bottles, cans, or on draft, ask for original Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer. Well, Tony, uh, what have you got on Clem here? Levine has appeared in 55 ball games, has not started any ball games, been strictly used as a relief pitcher. He has a record this season of five wins and ten defeats, an earned run average of 3.96. Sandy Koufax, his predecessor on the mound, was one of the top strikeout pitchers for the Dodgers this year with 172 strikeouts in the season, second high on the ball club only to Don Drysdale. And uh, one of the boys that made the Los Angeles ball club the top club in the league in strikeouts, and that established, incidentally, a new... Uh, National League record for total strikeouts in one season this year. They're adding to it, of course, with every strikeout that is pitched by one of the Dodger pitchers uh, this season. A reminder again to those of you who may not uh, be aware of it that the records established in these playoff games go right along with the regular season records for the ball players, adding to their batting averages or pitching performances, as the case may be. Levine uh, has pitched 84 and one-third innings. He has walked 25 given up 39 runs and a total of 91 base hits. Fine. Mickey Vernon is going to pinch hit for Red Shandings. Vernon, the ex-American leaguer, a left-hand batter used by Milwaukee as a pinch hitter, is going to pinch hit for Shandings. The first pitch is outside from Levine. Vernon this year appeared in 72 games. He came to the plate 90 times and had 20 hits for a 222 percentage. Bases loaded. They're all filled up. Aaron, Torrey, and uh, Demerit from third to first. Here's the pitch from Levine, and Vernon takes the strike above the knees on the outside corner. After two were away, Sandy Koufax walked the bases full and was relieved by Clem Levine, the right-hander on the hill now. All right, Vernon waiting for the pitch. Here it comes. Vernon swings and fouls it back over the screen behind home plate. And the count goes to a ball and two strikes. So manager Fred Haney of Milwaukee 
Let's get a bunch more. We got some strong hitters to face in the last half of the ninth inning. Milwaukee with a three-run bulge, five to two. Glenn Labine, the fifth pitcher used by Walter Alston today. Drivesdale, the starter. All right, here's the motion with the runners off. Vernon takes outside a pitch out, and no throw down to third base. And as the runner, Aaron, goes sliding back in. Roseboro called for a pitch out, but Aaron hadn't come too far down the line. He didn't throw down there to third base. Aaron at third, Torrey at second, Demerit is at first. And Lapine winds into the motion against Vernon. Here's the 2-2 pitch, call strike three. And the inning is over. the totals for Milwaukee in the ninth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors in the field, and three left on. And the score at the end of the top half of the ninth inning is Milwaukee 5, the Los Angeles Dodgers 2. You certainly have heard a lot of talk about the good old days. I know I have. But did you ever stop and ask yourself, what was it that made those good old days so good? Ever try a bottle of original Pabst Blue Ribbon beer? Well, there's one answer. Because the original Pabst Blue Ribbon beer is like the beer of the good old days. Just the way we've always imagined the beer they brewed way back when would taste if we ever had the opportunity to taste it. Now, of course, that's no problem. You get that old-time flavor every time you ask for original Pabst Blue Ribbon beer in bottles, cans, or on tap. It's no longer a memory, but here to enjoy today. That wonderful old-time beer flavor in today's original Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. If you haven't tried Pabst lately, do it the next chance you get. Ask for original Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. It's on sale wherever fine beer is sold. Look for the new third label on every bottle, the can, and the carton. It tells you you're getting the original. The original Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Hitter in the ninth inning for L.A. will be Wally Moe, the right fielder. He's had two hits and three trips, and Lou Burdett goes into the ninth inning with a three-run lead. And on his record, the mark of a great pitcher. Today at Los Angeles, Burdett has struck out four and issued no walks. All right, Moe, the first batter, left-hand swinger. Three-run lead for Milwaukee, last half of the ninth. The Dodgers need three. Moon takes the ball outside, ball one. One and nothing count. Yes, sir, today Burdett has given up seven hits, two runs, no walks, and has struck out four. He's pitched a great game. Here's the pitch to Moon. He swings a hot shot. Over the base, into center field, the base nine. Moon leaves off the ninth for Milwaukee with a single to center. And to bring it up Snyder, he's old for three, struck out twice and flied to center. That's hit number eight for Los Angeles. A leadoff single for Wally Moon. Frank Torrey goes over to Burdett to say something. And Juan Pizarro gets out of the Braves dugout, begins to warm up in the bullpen on the far side of the infield. And McMahon is over there, too, the right-hander. So a right-hander and a left-hander warming up for Milwaukee now in the ninth inning as the leadoff man singles to center. 
Here's Snyder hitless today in three fifths. Burnett checks the base runner. Here's the pitch to Duke. He takes low and on the outside for a ball. Ball one. This is the third start for Burnett at Los Angeles in 1959. He went nine innings in the first, eight and one-third in the second. And he's into the ninth inning here with a three-run lead, a man at first and nobody away. Duke Snyder, the batter, last time up, he locked and one deep to center field. One on and missed for a strike. One and one count to the Duke. The outfield swung around toward right. The left fielder Demerit in left center. Center fielder Bruton pulled over and deep. And the right fielder Aaron practically back to the wall and right. The on-deck batter is Hodges. So Burdett's got the tough part of this hitting lineup to face in the ninth. Moon off at first. Here it is to Snyder. He swings a ground ball. Over second base. It's a hit. The throw back into the infield and Moon holds up at second. inning against Burdett at singles. Moon and Snyder at second and at first. A runner at first base for Snyder. Gray is the runner at first base. Oh, it's Lillis. Lillis running at first base for L.A. for Snyder. And the batter is Hodges. He represents the tying run. There's nobody away. Runners at first and second in the ninth. Here it is to Hodges. A strike called that gets the outside corner about belt high. And Milwaukee's right-hander McMahon and the left-hander Pizarro throw hard in the Milwaukee bullpen. Burdett takes plenty of time. Looks to the outfield scoreboard. Then glances in at his pitcher, Crandall. Gets up on the rubber. The game hanging in the balance. Milwaukee has a three-run lead. They've got the first two men on. Looks in at the catcher. He puts his hands to the outside, palms up. Zip to say, now, which one is that? That's Ted and says, okay, here we go. Runners at first and second. Take short lead. Here's the stretch by Burdett. The pitch just left to Hodges. It is outside. He just missed for the fastball. Moon at second. Lillis, the pinch runner at first. Running for Snyder. And the batter is Big Gil Hodges. Hodges has been up there three times. He's grounded out to short, single to left, and struck out. Milwaukee now is 10 hits to the Dodgers' nine. Dodgers picking up two here to open the ninth. Here's the one-and-one pitch to Hodges. He swings. There's a ground ball. Wide of third. Foul ball. And so we come down to a tense ninth inning. hit a fly ball to the center field wall in the ninth at Milwaukee yesterday afternoon, which Demeter pulled down to give us a ninth inning thrill with L.A. leading and finally winning 3-2. to two. And now it's Milwaukee 5, L.A. 2, runners at first and second edge away. Hodges the batter. Burdett has his sign, the stretch motion, and the pitch to Gill. It's low for a ball. 
So it's 2-2, two to two, and you can tell from the tone of the crowd that they're excited, and well, they might be. All right, Burdett goes for the Rosenbank, takes plenty of time. Here's his stretch motion. The runner's edging away. The infield back in deep position. The outfield straight away in deep. Here's the pitch to Hodges. He swings. There's a line drive into left field. It's a great hit. Here comes Moon around third. The throw is into the plate, and he's held up to third base. Los Angeles and nobody away in the ninth inning. And here comes Fred Haney out to talk to Burdett and it looks like we'll get a new pitcher. Hodges hit a line drive to left field, very sharply hit. And Moon coming around third was held up by Reese down there. The bases are loaded. Moon at third, Lillis the pinch runner at second, and Hodges with the base hit is at first. The hits now in the ballgame are equal at 10 apiece. talking out of the hill and it looks like the new pitcher is coming on we're getting a change Don McMahon is coming on he's appeared in 59 games including yesterday's at Milwaukee on the season he has won five and lost three his earned run average 2.56 McMahon has made 59 appearances. Here's his 60th, all in relief. So Burdett goes out. He pitched eight full innings and faced three men in the ninth, all singling. He gave up a total of 10 hits, two runs thus far, three which could be charged to him around the bases. So Burdett pitched eight great innings and tired sufficiently in the ninth for Moon, Schneider, and Hodges to hit solid singles to the outfield. All right, left-hand swinger Norm Marker is the batter. And McMahon gets set to face it. McMahon, back to the hill, steps onto it now. There's the first pitch to Larker outside for a ball, just missing with the back one. A left-hander and a right-hander warming up in the bullpen for Milwaukee. And a right-hander going for Los Angeles. Five to two game. Larker, the batter. McMahon taking his time, a big husky right-hander. Here's the full motion and the pitch to Larker. He takes a strike call on a fastball. So the count goes to one and one. Milwaukee five, Los Angeles two. The last half of the ninth inning and the first three men up against Burdett singled solidly to the outfield. Burdett has just been lifted for McMahon. He's gone to one and one against the L.A. left fielder Norm Larker who's had one hit and three trips. Here's the pitch. Larker's three the five ball to left. coming on for L.A. 
Make the turnover now running at first base. Or Larker picks up his third hit, his second hit of the day. Drove in two runs, a line single off the left field screen. Don't pick the title now at first base. Well, sir, here's the situation. As we have a conference now at the hill between catcher Crandall and McMahon, the relief pitcher. We have base runners for Los Angeles at first and at third. The tying run is at third. The lead run is at first. There is still nobody away. And the batter is big Johnny Roseboro. And I'll watch it. Five to four ball game. Milwaukee leads by one. Alston comes out of the dugout to talk to Roseboro just to the first base side of home plate. Well, this fellow standing at first here, Joe Pignatano, could end this whole thing if he gets around to that plate. This ball game would be over, and Los Angeles would be the National League champion. Here comes Haney out to talk to McMahon. Oh, they're talking all over this field now. Roseboro and Austin have broken up their conference, but the whole infield is around McMahon. And the left-hander is being called in by manager Fred Haney. McMahon, who pitched to one man, is being taken out. And the third Milwaukee pitcher is coming on. Your attention, please. Your attention, please. Now pitching for Milwaukee. Here he comes. Number 21. Warren. Can you guess? Warren's fine. Spine as Fred Haney knows that this is the ball game. He loses this one if this runner at first scores. The season is over for Milwaukee. Spine this year, 121 and lost 15. Earned run average of 2.96. The 10th year in his career, he won 20 or more games. So Spani comes on, takes his warm up tosses. We have a runner at third base. We have a runner at first base. For Los Angeles. Gil Hodges is the runner at third. Joe Pignatano, pinch running for Larker, is the runner at first. There is nobody away. Two runs are in. Milwaukee leads five to four. Roseboro is due to bat. Uh, we've got left-hand pitcher against left-hand swinging Roseboro. I don't know if we're going to get a pinch hitter or not. The public address announcer started to open up. Roseboro is walking back towards the dugout. And we're getting a pinch batter for Roseboro. For Roseboro. Number six. Carl Perillo is going to bat in the ninth inning. many seasons with the Dodgers. In 49 games, he hit 275. In the extra base department, he hit four doubles. So Perillo is the batter. Five to four Milwaukee, last half of the ninth inning. With L.A. runners at first and the third and Warren Spine. The great left-hander on the hill for the Braves. Tony Burdett went great into the ninth inning, but those first three hit him solidly. There was no doubt about those base hits. This particular ballgame has carried all the drama and excitement that yesterday's ballgame did not have. Also, here in the ninth inning, the Dodger fans of the Coliseum are going completely wild as they see their home team threatening to get back into this ballgame. 
Orange Pond ready to pitch to Perillo. The runner's off, the first and the third. Waiting for it is Perillo. Perillo takes inside and high for a ball from the left-hander. It's one and nothing. Hodges at third with a tying run. Pick the tunnel, the pinch runner for Larker, is at first with the winning run, the National League winning run. For the last half of the ninth inning at the Coliseum of Los Angeles, fun with stretch motion. The pitch to Perillo. He swings, fly ball down the right field line, deep air and chasing it. He's against the wall, he makes the catch. The runner will score from third base to tie up the game. batting in the number eight position is coming into the batter's box. Perillo hit a fly ball to the right field corner, which was caught by Aaron, and after the catch, Hodges scored from third. Nick Natano stayed at first, but there's a man on at first with one away now, and Wills the batter. Watch him, Spani throws to the plate, it's swung on a ground ball. Through the box, over second base, into center field, it's a hit. Nick Natano is held up at second. inning for Los Angeles. In this inning, they have had five big hits. Three off Burdett, one off McMahon, and now another off Spahn. Here comes Pee Wee Reese from the third base coaching box to talk to Pick Natano. He's a pinch runner out there for Larker at second base. And Maury Wills has just singled the center field on the ground. The send runners to first and to second with one away. And we're going to get a pinch hitter because the pitcher was due, Levine. Brother, this is a wild one. Milwaukee behind Burdett into the ninth inning. Calm and confident. The first three men up single. Parker drove in two with a single. Number 29, Chuck Asikian. Chuck Asikian is going to bat for the pitcher, Levine. Asikian hit 304 in 23 games. Had five runs batted in, one home run and six doubles. Asijian. And here comes Haney. Manager Fred Haney out talking to Spahn now. The catcher Frandle there. Three quarters of the infield there, except Matthews, the third baseman. And Haney is calling for a new pitcher. Your attention, please. Spahn is going on after facing Your two men. Please. Joey Jay is coming on. Jay won six lost 11 for Milwaukee this year with an earned run average of 4.16. He appeared in 33 games. He started 19. He pitched 134 innings. Wow, what a ninth inning. So now here's Joey Jay, the fourth pitcher for Milwaukee, and all four have appeared here in this ninth inning. The winning run is at second base. There is one away. Is a Sejin being called back to the dugout now? Ron Fairley is coming on. Looks like a Sejin is being called back. Number eight, Ron Fairley, a left 
left-hand hitter is being brought on for his team here. This thrilling game is being brought to you today by the new Schick Electric Razor and Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer. And boy, it's a dandy. Fairly at 240 on the season. Right-hander Joey Jay, a big guy, getting his warm-up tosses into Crandall. They have one away in the ninth. It's the last half. And it could be the last half of the last National League game of the year. If L.A. gets that runner in from second base, it's goodbye National League pennant. The Dodgers have grabbed it. They won 3-2 yesterday at Milwaukee. So Jay is getting his warm-up tosses in and fairly is getting ready to bat. hitting for a Zijin, who had come on, had been announced for the pitcher, the L.A. pitcher. Well, we're set to go. Big Catano at second. At first base is shortstop Maury Wills. There's one up, and the batter is pitched into Ron Fairley. Runners off, Jay, the right-hander, stretches, fires to Fairley. A change-up curveball outside for ball one. Milwaukee into the ninth inning, leading 5-2, to two, now tied at 5-5. Five and five. And in a real jam, runners at first and second with one away. Here's the pitch to Fairley. He swings, left on by Corey at first, has a throw to second for one. No double play, no throw this way. And the runner going into second base. Maury Wills came off the shortstop, Mantia. Mantia held on to the ball, didn't want to take a chance on throwing it wild. So Fairley is on on the fielder's choice. First baseman to the shortstop. And on the plate, Pignatano moves to third. Here's Gilliam, they're two away now. Jim Gilliam, the leadoff man. He's had one hit in four trips. Big Natano is at third, barely at first. Joey Jay is pitching to the second man he has faced in the last half of the ninth inning. And that's the leadoff man, Jim Gilliam. And listen to this crowd. The ball game is all knotted at 5-5 five five here in the last half of the ninth. Barely jumps back to the bag as Torrey cuts behind him. Here is Jay's first pitch. Gilliam takes the strike call to curveball. It's nothing at one. Well, if he gets the batter, if he gets Gilliam, we'll go to extra innings today. First and third, the runners edge away. Pick Natano, the lead runner. A pinch runner for Larker, who single off the screen, drove in two runs. Two of the three that have scored this inning for L.A. Here's the pitch. Gilliam takes strike two with her ball. and two to Gilliam. And Jay is on top of the hitter. The Dodgers have now out-hit Milwaukee 12 to 10. Picking up five hits here in the ninth inning. Here's the pitch to Gilliam. He swings a fly ball to right field. Aaron going back to the corner, back to the wall, and he grabs it to retire the side and send this game into extra innings. Boy, that ball was hit solidly, too. Aaron went back to the screen to get it with one hand over his shoulder. First and third, the runners edge away. Big Natano, the lead runner. A 
pinch runner for Larker, who single off the screen, drove in two runs, two of the three that have scored this inning for L.A. Here's the pitch. Gilliam takes strike two with her ball. Nothing at two to Gilliam. And Jay is on top of the hitter. The Dodgers have now out-hit Milwaukee 12 to 10. Making up five hits here in the ninth inning. Here's the pitch to Gilliam. He swings the fly ball to right field. Aaron going back to the corner, back to the wall, and he grabs it to retire the side and send this game into extra innings. Whee! Boy, that ball was hit solidly, too. Aaron went back to the screen to get it with one hand over his shoulder. Well, here are the totals on the ninth now as we go to the tenth. In the ninth inning for L.A., three runs and one, two, three, four, five hits. There were no errors and two left on. And the score at the end of nine full innings of play is Milwaukee 5, Los Angeles 5. Check. The inventors of electric shaving are bringing you this ball game today. And because no one speed is right for every beard, Schick now brings you one, two, three speeds in the amazing new Schick three-speed razor. It's the first and only electric razor that lets you shift the speed and adjust the shaving head to shave every kind of beard as close, clean, and fast as you like. Yes, now you can shift to high for tough, wiry whiskers and get stepped-up speed for a really close shave. If you have tender skin, shift to low and get a good close shave with an extra gentle shaving action. You can even shift the speed while shaving for problem areas like the neck or upper lip. Speed control and shaving head control. Only new Schick 3 Speed has both. Yes, now you can set the speed, set the head, get the shave that fits your face. New Schick 3 Speed. Get a free demonstration at your dealer now. Well, once again, we're talking to you in an overtime game at the Los Angeles Coliseum. This is Bob Finnegan along with Tony Flynn. And it all hangs in the balance now. Five and five as we go to the top of the tenth. The sixth Los Angeles pitcher is coming on the scene, Stan Williams. You have a new catcher for Los Angeles, Joe Pignatano. Carl Ferrillo has gone to right field. Ron Fairley has gone to center. And Moon has moved from right to left. So the defensive alignment now is Moon and left, fairly center, Perillo and right, Gilliam at third, Wills at short, Neal at second, Hodges at first, the infield remains intact, Stan Williams is the pitcher, and Joe Pignatano is the catcher. L.A. scored three runs in the ninth inning on five hits to tie it up. So Los Angeles has now used six pitchers, Milwaukee has used four in a real wild ball game. Here's the announcement on the new uh, defensive alignment for L.A. Fairly. Now playing right field, batting seven, number six, Carl Ferrillo. Now catching, batting six, number 58, Joe Tignazzato. WOKO, Albany. Now pitching for Los Angeles, batting in the number four position, number 40, Dan well, here we go to the top of the 10th inning. Milwaukee coming up. They had a 5-2 lead going into the ninth, and they're in a 5-5 game now. Went from right field to left field. 
The first batter in the top of the 10th inning at Los Angeles is Del Crandall, the Milwaukee catcher. Crandall has been up to the plate four times. He has tripled, struck out twice, and bounced out. The bullpen activity, a left-hander and a right-hander for Los Angeles. Pizarro warming up for Milwaukee. So there are three pitchers heating up at this time. And time is temporarily held up. Number one, Bill Crandall. Here's Crandall now stepping in, a 5-5 ball game, a real thriller. L.A. staged a brilliant rally in the last half of the ninth inning to tie it. The inning ended with two men on for Los Angeles and a fly ball to deep right, which Aaron caught going away from the infield. Here's the pitch to Crandall. It's outside a fastball from Williams. That's ball one. Tony, let's take a look at Williams' record on the season. Ball one count to Crandall. Williams appeared in 34 games. Earned run average is 4.06. It's like call. Wound up for the season's record. Wins and losses. Four wins, five defeats. One and one count to Crandall, the leadoff man. Here's the next pitch to Dell. He swings. There's a fly ball straight away center. No trouble for Fairley. Shields his eyes. Grabs it for out number one. Number 18, Felix that brings up the number two hitter here in the 10th inning for Milwaukee. The second baseman moved to shortstop when Logan was injured, Felix Mantilla. Mantilla's been up to the plate four times with one hit, a single to right field. Right-hand batter Williams, the big fellow, fires. Cut out and missed for a strike. Williams is 6 feet 4, 245 pounds. Born in Enfield, New Hampshire. Makes his home now here in Los Angeles. He shakes off his side. Still another. Has the one he wants. No windup for this fellow. Mantia takes a fall outside. Williams pitches without a windup. He is the sixth Los Angeles pitcher today in a wild and woolly ball game, which saw Milwaukee go into the last half of the ninth inning with a commanding 5-3 lead behind Burdett, who had gone the distance. Here's the pitch. Mantia swings and falls to the screen. In that inning, after the first three men had come up and singled and knocked out for death, McMahon, Spahn, and Jay pitched for Milwaukee, with Jay finishing up getting Gilliam on a fly ball to deep right. Here's the pitch to Mantia. He swings and misses for strike three. get a pinch hitter for Joey J. Number 47, Joey J. Nope, J is coming on to bat. It looks like these clubs have run out of pitchers, although Pizarro has been warming up, and now he leaves the bullpen to come to the dugout. When he sees that J is going to bat for himself. And Fred Haney is going to the last half of the 10th inning with J. Stan Williams, big right-hander. No wind-up pitch. The first one is high and inside, and he's fast. They count. One and nothing. Two away. Here's the next pitch to Jay. Swings and misses at a low pitch. It's 0-2. 
something in two for Milwaukee pitcher. Williams started 15 games and finished two. Here's the pitch. Inside for a ball. He pitched 121 innings, gave up 102 hits. He was preceded by Drysdale, Patris, Churn, Koufax, and Levine. Two away in the top half of the tenth inning. Williams peers down for his sign. Here's the pitch to Jay. Strike three calls to to get it to, to two and two. I'm one strike ahead of myself there. Two and two. Left-hander and the right-hander warming up for Los Angeles. Nobody in the Milwaukee bullpen. Joey Jay waiting for the two and two. Here it is. Milwaukee, no runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on. And as we go to the bottom half of the 10th inning, the score is Milwaukee 5, Los Angeles 5. That's right, the original Pabst Blue Ribbon beer is here today. Give it a try. We know you'll enjoy it. Well, Neil is coming up. Neil is going to lead off the last half of the 10th inning. He has had two hits in four trips, a triple and a home run. A 5-5 game. Last half of the 10th, Joey Jay, the big right-hander, pitching for Milwaukee. The fourth pitcher they have used today. The National League Championship hanging in the balance at the big Coliseum in L.A. Neal takes a strike, a curveball breaking away from him and catching the outside corner. Neal was the only man not to bat in the ninth inning. As Los Angeles came up with three runs to tie and sent it into overtime. Here's the pitch to Neal. He cuts on it, a high pop-up, wide of third. Looks like it'll be going into the stands, being chased over there by Matthews, and he makes a sensational catch. A great catch just in front of the wall. Back at third base. He reached out and grabbed that one, took it on his fingertips for the out. So Neal fouls out to Matthews on a great running catch to open the last half of the tenth, and here's Moon. Moon is at three for four today. Left-hand batter. One away in the last half of the tenth. Williams into the motion. Here's the pitch to Moon. He changes up on him, and it hangs low and outside for a ball. Frank Torrey just a few feet in front of us here, playing deep behind the bag and close to the line at first. The outfield swung toward right for this left-hand pull hitter. Moon waits. Jay's pitch is a strike call. Makes it one and one. One ball, strike one count. Stan Williams, the pitcher, is due up next. He was inserted into the lineup in the fourth position. All right, Jay into the motion. One and one pitch. Outside for a ball. Two and one to Moon. 5-5 five, five ball game. Last half of the tenth inning at Los Angeles. The Dodgers won up in the two out of three series on their three to two victory yesterday. Here's Jay's pitch. Strike called. He caught the outside corner with the breaking pitch. And that makes it two and two. Well, this has been a thriller. It exploded in the last half of the ninth inning when Bridget went in with a commanding five to two lead and was knocked out by the first three men up, hitting singles to the outfield. Here's the pitch to Moon. 
High and outside. That makes it three and two. Three balls and two strikes. There's one away in the last half of the tenth. The bases are empty. If Milwaukee wins this one today in extra innings, we'll have one tomorrow. If Ballet wins it, it's all over. Here's the pitch. He slings the ground ball to the shortstop. His left. He bobbles the ball. It's an error. And who is on? Mantilla. Going towards second base. Couldn't handle that one. It's an error for him. A routine ground ball that he had, however, to move to his left for. Took a skip over his outstretched hands right into his stomach and bounced to the ground in front of him. That's the first Milwaukee error today. Los Angeles had committed two. And here's Dan Williams, the pitcher. We got anything on Williams' batting performance here, Tony? Yes, thus far he's batting 206. He's appeared in, as uh, you mentioned, 34 games as a pitcher. He has three runs batted in, walked three times, struck out 14 times. 206 batting average for Williams as he stands in the batter's box. Well, we've got a lot of ball players in this game, Bob. <laughs> All right, Williams set to go. Joey Jay, the right-hander, checks the base runner at first. Here's the pitch. He shorts up the punt, misses the punt attempt, and it's a strike. Frank Torrey, the first baseman, was charging that play, anticipating the punt. Moon on at first, representing the winning run. The next hitter due up is Gil Hodges. Williams waiting. Here's the pitch. Shortens up. He misses the bunt attempt again on the fastball, and it goes to 0-2. Nothing in two counts. Right-hander Joey Jay pitching in the last half of the tenth inning. A 5-5 ball game. Off at first base goes Moon, safe on the air by the shortstop. Here's the pitch. He shortens up and takes outside for a ball. And the count goes to one and two. Ball one strike, two count. L.A. pitcher Stan Williams, the batter, trying to move the runner to second to set the stage for Hodges. But if he attempts to bunt and fouls another one off, he'll be out automatically and there will be no advance. Here's the pitch. He shortens up and lets it go by low for a ball. And that makes it two and two. Two balls and two strikes. L.A. has a left-hander. And another left-hander warming up to the bullpen. 5-5 five, five ball game, last half of the tenth inning. The majority of the Coliseum now in shade as the sun sinks behind the wall of this big stadium behind us to the west. All right, here's the stretch by Jay. The look at first, the pitch, he shortens and fouls the butt off. He's out of there. Play number five. It's recorded as a strikeout. Number 14. Williams failed Gil to butt. Hodges. And here's Hodges. Now let's see what Gill's done. He's bounced out struck out and hit two hard singles to left field. The winning run at first base in the first of Wally Moon, safe on there, and Hodges coming up for the fifth time this afternoon. 
gets his sign. Taking plenty of time out there, the big right-hander. High toes the rubber. Runner off at first. High just waiting for the first pitch. Here it is. He takes it low, a breaking pitch. Holding up a swing before it got halfway around. So it's ball one. The next batter due up is Joe Pignatano, the catcher. Went into the ball game in the ninth inning as a pinch runner and took over Larker's batting position. 5-5 game, and nobody's left this one. Jay still peering down for his side. Randall has it now. Runner off at first. Here's the pitch to Hodges. It's a strike, a curveball. It caught the inside corner, backed him away. So it goes to one and one. Ball one, strike one count. Right-hander Joey Jay, pitching for Milwaukee. Two down, last half of the tenth. Runner at first, moves off, throw to first, and he's back in. Getting the bag with his right hand, kneeling back into it. Milwaukee, five runs on ten hits and one error. L.A., five runs on 12 hits and two errors. Jay asks for a new baseball and gets it. He's got a one-and-one count to Hodges. The veteran, Los Angeles Dodger, first baseman. Here's the stretch by Jay. And the pitch. The ball rolls out the infield. A line drive down the left field line is foul. And just as that pitch was thrown, a ball from the L.A. bullpen to our right rolled past first base and onto the infield between the pitcher's hill and the batter. It's thrown back out by the first base coach, and Hodges has hit a line strike down the left field line, a foul strike, and it's one and two. All right, here's the stretch now by Joey Jay. He's one and two to Hodges, last of the tenth. Here's the pitch to Gill. He swings a pop-up. Third baseman Matthews in from the position. Near the hill now. He takes it. And the game goes to 11 innings. In the 10th inning for Los Angeles, no runs, no hits, one error, and one left. At the end of 10 innings, the score is Milwaukee 5, Los Angeles 5. Well, we're going now to the 11th inning. Stan Williams, the no-wind-up pitcher, the right-hander for Los Angeles on the hill. It will be the top of the order, Tony. Tony Flynn, the top three for Milwaukee. And the race will be hoping that this is the inning they can get a run across the plate. Trying to figure out the total number of ballplayers used by Los Angeles so far in this ballgame, Bob. And the way I total up comes to about 21 uh, players in the game thus far, which doesn't leave them too many more to get out there in this ballgame in the event they want to use pinch batters or pinch runners from here on in. All right, the first hitter is up there, and that's Billy Bruton in the last half of the top half of the 11th. Stan Williams, the sixth Los Angeles pitcher, into the motion, cut on and missed. Fastball low, strike one. 5-5 ball game. L.A. coming up with three runs in the last half of the ninth inning to go into a tie. All right, Williams for this sign. Bruton, hitless in five trips. Waiting for the first pitch. Here it is. He takes inside and low for a ball. And the count goes to one and one. Bruton hasn't hit the ball out of the infield thus far this afternoon. He struck out, popped up twice, and bounced out twice. Here's the pitch to Bruton. 
It's high for a ball. He was elevated to the number one position after batting eighth yesterday at Milwaukee. He'll be followed by Matthews and Aaron in this inning. Williams, the right-hander, preceded by Drysdale, Padres, Churn, Colfax, and Levine for Los Angeles. All right, Williams into the motion. Here's the pitch to Bruton. He's playing a high chopper. Hodges on the first bound. Waves the pitcher away and wins the race to the back for out number one. Number 41. The first baseman unassisted. Matthews. And it's one away. Here's Matthews. Matthews has had two hits in four official trips. He is homered, singled, bounced out, been safe on an error, and walked. Eddie Matthews, left-hand batter. All right, Williams gets his sign from his battery mate, Joe Pignatano. Here's the pitch, and it's high for a ball, ball one. One and no count to Matthews. The outfield is deep and shaded toward right. The left fielder, Wally Moan, over into left center. Here's the pitch to Matthews. He takes it outside for a ball. And the count goes to 2 and all. The center fielder, Fairley, is uh, deep in center field, shaded toward right. And the right fielder, the veteran Carl Perillo, is deep and straight away. The infield deep and uh, swung around toward the first baseline. Williams into the motion against Matthews. He swings and fouls it back into the screen for a strike. And it's two and one. There's one away in the top of the 11th. Milwaukee five, Los Angeles five. All right, Williams into the motion again. Here's his pitch. Run on, high pop foul. It's coming over toward the first base dugout. Hodges over near the dugout. He can't get it. It lands right on the roof of the dugout with Hodges draped over the roof trying to grab it. So the count is two and two. And another ball zips by from the bullpen to our right. Two and two to Matthews. Aaron, the on-deck batter. Los Angeles and Milwaukee all tied at 5-5 five and five in Game 2 of the National League pennant playoff series. Los Angeles has the edge from yesterday's game and a 3-2 victory. All right, Williams is ready to go. So is Matthews at the plate. Williams shakes off one, takes another. Here's the 2-2 two two pitch to Matthews. High for a ball, a fastball. So the count has gone to the full, three and two. Matthews up there. A big extra inning game. Williams has his side. The big right-hander toes the rubber into the motion. Here's the pick to Matthews. Ball four and he walks. That brings up Aaron, who's had two hits in three official trips. He singled, doubled, walked twice, and popped up once. So Aaron, the right fielder, batting in the number three position, is the batter with Torrey on deck. 
Base runner Matthews here in front of us at first base. Matthews takes a short lead. Williams checks him up, then he fires into Aaron. Aaron swings a hot ground ball to the shortstop. Backhand spear, throw to second for one. No throw to first. Aaron hits to a fielder's choice. A nice backhand stop by Maury Wills. The throw to Neal was in time to cut down the lead runner, Eddie Matthews. And Aaron is on on the fielder's choice. Short to second. That brings up Frank Torrey, the first baseman, who has walked twice. He's single and flied out twice. So he has one hit in three official trips. Torrey's a left-hand batter. Aaron at first takes a short lead. Williams nods that he's got the sign. Here's the throw to first, and Aaron is back in time on a close play. And the catcher, Joe Picatano, calls time. He tries out to talk to Williams. They're two away in the top half of the 11th inning. Aaron at first. Torrey the batter. And the count. Oh, no, as he gets ready for the first one. All right, Williams checks his infield defensive alignment. Looks at Aaron. Into that stretch motion. Another look at the first base and the pitch. Torrey takes outside. It's a ball. One and all. The on-deck batter is John Demerit, the left fielder. The outfield is deep and shaded to right for this left-hand pull hitter. Here's the pitch to Torrey. He takes a strike ball. It goes to one and one as Williams is firing almost every pitch a fastball. Left-hand batter Frank Torrey waiting for the pitch. Aaron edges off here at first base in front of us. There are two away. Game all tied at five and five in the top half of the 11th inning. Here's the pitch. It's low, and it gets away from the catcher. Aaron breaking for second base. Pignatano grabs it behind the plate, but cannot make the throw. And Aaron goes on to second. That looks like it'll be a pass ball. So Aaron goes to second base. And it's a pass ball. Charged against the catcher, Joe Pignatano. So Aaron is in scoring position at second base. And it's a two-and-one count against Torrey. Williams has his signal. Checks the base runner. Aaron with a comfortable lead. Nobody playing behind him on the bag. Here's the pitch. Outside for a ball. That makes it three and one. <laughs> a three-and-one count to the hitter. The stretch again by Williams. Here's the pitch, and they pass him intentionally. They give him the fourth ball intentionally. Scheduled to bat is Johnny Demerit. Torrey is passed. A fourth ball intentionally on a three-and-one count. Aaron at second. Torrey at first. They'd rather pitch to Demerit. 
And here comes Walter Alston out to talk to Williams. The catcher, Pignatano, is out there, so it's Hodges. There are two pitchers warming up for the Dodgers. There's the bullpen to our right. For Milwaukee, batting for Demerit. We're getting a pinch hitter for Demerit. Spangler. Al Spangler is batting here in the 11th inning. He appeared in five games for Milwaukee. He had 12 at-bats, picked up five hits for a 417 percentage. So on limited appearances, he did very well. Al Spangler batting for Demerit here in the 11th. Spangler was just brought up from the American Association after their playoffs. So he's the batter, a left-hand swinger. Stan Williams working with Juwan for Milwaukee in the top half of the 11th inning. Aaron and Torrey, the base runners. Aaron at second, Torrey at first. A walk of fielder's choice and another walk could put them aboard. There have been no hits here in the 11th for Milwaukee. Here's the pitch to Spangler. A ball on the outside. Ball one. The first man up in the 11th, Bruton, grounded out to the first baseman unassisted. Matthews then walked, was out, when Aaron into a fielder's choice, short to second. Aaron moved to second on a wild pitch, and Torrey has gone aboard at first, receiving an intentional fourth ball. All right, Williams in the stretch motion. Looks at second. The pitch is in to Spangler. He swings and misses at a fastball. One and one count. The rosary and back to the Bible. Follow the ball game over quality modern radio in Albany. WOKO. One count. One ball and one strike is the count to the left-hand batter. The top half of the 11th inning at Los Angeles. 5-5 ball game. The National League riding on the outcome. Here's the stretch by Williams. Runners move away. Spangler waits. The pitch is high. The fastball again. And that takes it to two and one. Two balls and one strike. Aaron the runner at second. Torrey the runner at first. Pitch batter Al Spangler. Left-hand swinger. Waiting for the pitch from Williams, who nods his approval of one, the sign from Pignatano. Here's the stretch and the pitch. It's high for a ball, the fastball. And it's three and one. Three balls and one strike. Cottier is on deck. Chuck Cottier, the second baseman. Here's the three and one. A wide one here loads them up in the 11th. Williams has his sign. Here's the pitch. He's linked to miss his first strike. That takes it to a full count of three and two. A full three and two count here in the 11th inning. Milwaukee leading five to two going into the last half of the ninth. Saw the game tied up. Burdett knocked out. McMahon come on, came on. Spawn replaced him, and Jay replaced Spawn all in the ninth inning. 
Williams ready with the 3 2 count. The runners will be off. They're at two away. Rookie Al Spangler waiting for the pitch from the big right hander, Williams of the Dodgers. Here it is. He takes the ball outside. The bases are loaded. So here in the 11th inning, the bases have been loaded on three walks. Number 13, Chuck Cottier, second base. Here comes Cottier. Also a youngster with his ball club. He appeared in only nine games this season. In 24 at-bats, he picked up three hits for a 125 percentage. And I think he's being called back. And that looks like Adcock to me, Tony. For Milwaukee. Joe Adcock, who didn't start today's game after playing the full game yesterday, is going to pinch it for Cottier. So Adcock comes on with the bases loaded and two away. He was blanked in yesterday's game up at Milwaukee. Sacks are filled. Aaron at third, Corey at second. At first base is Spangler. And the batter is Adcock. Two off, three on. Game tied at five and five in the top half of the 11th inning. Stan Williams, the L.A. right-hander. And one of the tough men on this Milwaukee club. Up at the plate, Adcock. Saved for just such a situation today by Fred Haney. Here's the pitch to Adcock. He takes a strike called on a fastball. Nothing in one count to the big first baseman. Braves have five runs on ten hits. Los Angeles, five runs on twelve hits. of the 12 hits, they picked up five in the ninth inning. Adcock waits. Here's the pitch from Williams. He swings. There's a ground ball down to the shortstop. The flip to second. The fielder's choice to retire the side. So in the 11th inning, no score in that inning for Milwaukee. They leave three on. No runs, no hits, no errors. Three left on. Attention. Now you can get the original Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Such a beer has been enjoyed in America in over 50 years. Look for the special label on every bottle and can of... The original, the original, Total up the number of players used in this ballgame by the two clubs so far, and the number 41. Change in the lineup has Al Spangler out in the left field position now for the Milwaukee Braves. He came in as a pinch batter in the last half inning and is now out playing in left field. Bobby Avila has made an appearance also and will be at second base, replacing Chuck Cottier. Avila, uh, Cottier, and quite a few others shared second base for the Milwaukee Braves as it was a problem position for them during the course of this season. Avila played yesterday. He is now in this ball game in relief at second base. 
with Chuck Cartier having been taken out for a pinch pass. We're going into the bottom half of the 11th inning. Tires scored at 5-5. Five and five. Here's Bob Pennington. All right, the first hitter up in the bottom half of the 11th inning is Joe Pignatano, the number two catcher today for Los Angeles. Pignatano, right-hand batter. First pitch to him, he tries to hold off on the swing, but it bounces off the bat into the screen behind home plate. So it's a strike one count. Pignatano, batting for the first time today. With the Dodgers and the Braves all knotted at 5-5. Five and five. Last half of the 11th inning, Joey Jay, the Milwaukee pitcher. Here it is. It hit him. He's hit for the pitch ball. First base with the lead run, the winning run. The batter is Carl Perillo, the right fielder. Here's Perillo. Batting for the second time. He drove in a run in the ninth inning on a sacrifice fly to right. Number six, Perillo. Pignatano at first base, representing the winning run. Joey Jay just plucked him with an inside pitch. All right, here's the strike by Jay. The pitch to Perillo, he's punting. He shortens up and lets it go by outside for a ball. The strategy is to put Pignatano into scoring position. Wills is due up and then fairly in that order. All right, Jay has his time. Pignatano with a short lead. A ball one count to Perillo, apparently attempting to punt, at least on the last pitch. Shorts up again. Drops a bunt foul down the first baseline, and the count goes to one and one. Ball one, strike one count. Los Angeles Coliseum shaded now in the 11th inning of this ballgame, a wild and woolly affair. All the stops being pulled out, and well, they might. If L.A. wins it, they head for the World Series against the White Sox on Thursday in Chicago. If Milwaukee wins it, we play tomorrow. All right, Jay, the stretch motion. One and one count to Perillo, who's been trying to punt. Let's watch it. Yes, his son. Here's the pitch. He shortens up. He drops it down. A hard punt. to the ball, running toward third base by the time he could get it. Perillo had crossed the bag, and it's a hit. Matthews came tearing in from third base. Perillo possibly saw this, and instead of laying down a short punt in front of the plate, he pushed it right past Matthews, who skidded to a stop and fell down and couldn't handle it. So Los Angeles now has runners at first and at second, with Maury Wills the shortstop, too. The coach at first base runs out to talk to Pignatano, who once again represents the winning run, this time in the 11th inning. He had been on in the ninth, representing the winning run and did not score. Tony, how about that punt? What do you think? Do you think Barullo changed his mind on the, uh, the hardness of the hit when he saw Matthews charge? 
think it's a credit to the veteran baseball player and the knowledge he has picked up and the experience in baseball over a period of years. He saw the situation, took advantage of it beautifully. A terrific punt right past Matthews, who tried to come to his stop, skidded and fell down on the seat of his pants. All right, here's Maury Wills. Last time up, he got a hit. Runners at first and second move off. Big Matano at second. The punt attempt is fouled off into the air toward the third base dugout. It's a foul strike. Maury Wills has been to the plate four times. He has bounced out twice, struck out, and singled to center. The first man up was hit by a pitch ball. That was Pignatano. Perillo just bunted past Matthews for a hit. There's nobody out. Runners at first and second. The first and third base to close. The bunt attempt. He lets it go by for a ball. It was low. One and one. Ron Fairley is the on-deck batter for Los Angeles. Pignatano at second. Perillo at first. Torian close from first. Matthews close from third. Expecting Wills to bunt on the one-and-one one pitch. Joey Jay, the pitcher. Here it is. He fouls with the bunt attempt off behind home plate, and the count goes to one and two. And so now, if he elects to try again and fails, fouling it off, he will be automatically out. He looks down at the third base coach, Pee Wee Reese, who takes a hitch in his trousers, the hands across the front of the uniform. Yelled down to Wills, one and two. Let's see what they're having him do. Attempt to punt again or swing away. Big Natano at second, Barillo at first. Nobody out. The last half of the 11th inning with Milwaukee and Los Angeles tied at five and five. Joey Jay fires to the plate. Wills swings. He fouls it off down the left field line. It goes into the seats. A foul strike. The count stays at one and two. Runners at first and second for the Dodgers. Corey Wills, left hand swinging, L.A. shortstop. Here's the stretch and the pitch. Wills swings, fouls it off again, this time back into the screen behind the plate. A baseball comes out into the playing field. Well, I don't know where that came from. I think it came off the stanchion back there on that screen. Probably deflected off. Picked up by the bat boy and taken to sidelines. All right, Maury Wills batting. One and two count to the left-hand cutter. Take Natano at second. Perillo at first. Jay. In the stretch, here's the pitch to Wills. He swings a fly ball to left field. The left fielder, Spangler, back up against the wall and grabs it for the out, and there's no advance. Number eight, Ron Fairley. Run away, brings up Fairley. Center field. A hit batsman, a punt hit, a fly ball to left, which was caught. We have runners at first and at second with one away in the last half of the 11th. the left-hand swinging outfielder. Hitting at 240 on the season. Up in a big situation here in the 11th. Jay winds, he throws. It's too close. He pulls his feet back for that one. Ball one. Crandall calls time. He wants to go out to talk to Jay. 
He hands him the baseball and walks him back to the rubber. Jay says he's got the idea. The leadoff batter, Gilliam, is the on-deck batter. A 5-5 ball game in the last half of the 11th inning. Los Angeles runners at first and at second. Ron Fairley, left-hand swinger, waiting for the pitch against the right-hander, Joey Jay. Here's the stretch and the pitch to Fairley. He takes a strike call and a change-up curveball. Milwaukee has a left-hander and a right-hander going. Rush and Pizarro. Rush the right-hander. Pizarro the southpaw. Nobody warming up in the L.A. bullpen. Jay ready. Here's the pitch to Fairley. He swings the fly ball to left center. Spangler out there. He's going to make the catch. She's got it in front of the track in left center field. And there are two away. Well, that leaves it up to Jim Gilliam. Gilliam. Lead-off hitter. This ball game from the Los Angeles Coliseum with yours truly, Bob Finnegan and Tony Flynn. is being brought to you by the new Schick Electric Razor and Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer. Gilliam has been up to the plate five times, and he owns one hit. Here's the pitch to Jim. It's low and close for a ball, ball one. The first two hitters got aboard, a hit batsman and a bunt single, and they have stayed at first and second, while Wills and Fairley fly to left. Joey Jay pitching in this tense situation for Milwaukee. Gilliam with Neal on deck. Runners off at first and at second. Here's the stretch by Jay. And the pitch to Gilliam is low and inside again for ball two. Two and oh. The runners retreat to their bases. A hit batsman, a punt hit, a fly ball to left, which was caught. And we have runners at first and at second with one away in the last half of the 11th. Ron Fairley, the left-hand swinging outfielder, hitting at 240 on the season. Up in a big situation here in the 11th. Jay winds, he throws, it's too close, he pulls his feet back from that one, ball one. Randall calls time, he wants to watch, talk to Jay. He hands him the baseball and walks him back to the rubber. Jay says he's got the idea. The leadoff batter, Gilliam, is the on-deck batter. Five ball game in the last half of the 11th inning. Los Angeles runners at first and at second. Ron Fairley, left-hand swinger, waiting for the pitch against the right-hander, Joey Jay. Here's the stretch and the pitch to Fairley. He takes his strike call and a change-up curveball. has a left-hander and a right-hander going. Rush and Pizarro. Rush the right-hander. Pizarro the southpaw. Nobody warming up in the L.A. bullpen. Jay ready. Here's the pitch to Fairley. He swings a fly ball to left center. Spangler out there. He's going to make the catch. She's got it in front of the track in left center field. And there are two away. 
now that leads it up to Jim Gilliam. Gilliam. hitter. This ball game from the Los Angeles Coliseum with yours truly, Bob Finnegan and Tony Flynn. It's being brought to you by the new Schick Electric Razor and Pat's Blue Ribbon Beer. Gilliam has been up to the plate five times and he owns one hit. Here's the pitch to Jim. It's low and close for a ball, ball one. The first two hitters got aboard, a hit batsman and a bunch single, and they have stayed at first and second, while Wills and Fairley fly to left. Joey Jay pitching in this tense situation for Milwaukee. Gilliam with Neal on deck. Runners off at first and at second. Here's the stretch by Jay. And the pitch to Gilliam is low and inside again for ball two. Two and oh. The runners retreat to their bases. A two and all count. Gilliam the batter, Neil the on-deck hitter. For those of you tuning in late, Milwaukee went into the ninth inning, leading five to two behind Burdett for the distance. Los Angeles scored three runs on five hits, knocked out Burdett, and came into a tie. We're in the last half of the 11th. Here's the pitch to Gilliam. He takes too close, ball three. Well, a bad one here. We've got three on and Neal. So his homer and triple would be the batter. Neal hit a triple his first time up, a home run the second time. Since that time, he has grounded out twice and fouled out. All right, here's the 3-0 to Gilliam. It's too close, ball four. So Joe Pignatano, who has been moving around the bases in very slow fashion, has now moved to third. And moving out slowly on the diamond from the third base dugout is Fred Haney. And if he pulls Jay, that'll mean we'll have the fifth Milwaukee pitcher this afternoon. And Los Angeles is just one, two, three, four, five, six pitchers. Now let's take ten seconds until we see this decision for the stations across the country to identify themselves. We'll pause ten seconds for station identification. This is Quality Modern Radio in Albany, New York, WOKO. Immediately following today's game, here Troy Buick's baseball roundup, followed by the rosary and back to the Bible. Bob Rush is coming on to pitch for Joey J here in the 11th inning. Tony, what have we got at Rush? Rush has a 5 earned run average this season of 2.43. He has appeared in 30 ball games, uh, started nine ball games, stretched one complete game, his one loss record is five and five. He stretched 101 third innings, has given up 100 hits, 22 walks, has struck out 64, has allowed five home runs. 38 runs have scored against him for an earned run average of 2.43. So the Milwaukee Braves go to their fifth pitcher in the ball game. Burnett started, went eight. Did a great job in the eight innings he picked. McMahon and Spahn followed. Jay came on, and here is Big Bob Rush on the mound, set to take some warm-up throws. Well, Tony, when you say Big Bob, you're not kidding. Because while Rush is warming up, we can tell you that this big fella is 6 feet 5, 208 pounds. 
Rush comes originally from Battle Creek, Michigan. Makes his home now in Mesa, Arizona. And began his baseball career with the Chicago Cubs. So he comes on. He becomes Milwaukee's fifth pitcher. And in the ball game, he becomes the 11th of the afternoon. And considering the fact that Milwaukee went into the ninth inning with their starter, Burdett, that's quite a change in the ballgame, beginning with that last half of the ninth. So we've had 11 pitchers on the scene, six for Los Angeles, five for Milwaukee. And there's no sense holding back as far as Milwaukee is concerned because they lose this one. And they can start packing for that trip home because Los Angeles will have won. The National League pennant will head for Chicago for a Thursday opener with the White Sox. Well, the hitter now is Charlie Neal. And in this 11th inning, there has been a hit batsman, a punch single, and a walk to load the bases. There are two away. The runners are at third base, Dick Natano, at second base, Carrillo, and Gilliam at first. Here's Neal. Last half of the 11th inning, a 5-5 game. We're at the Los Angeles Coliseum. And Rush, the big fellow with the glasses, towering above the rest of the infield for the pitcher's hill. Right-hand batter Charlie Neal and a crowd of 36,000. Tense and expected. Runners off all the way around. First pitch to Neal. He swings ground ball to Matthews. He's got a throw to first. He gets him. They got out of it, leaving three stranded. The totals on the 11th for Los Angeles. No runs. One hit, no errors, three left. And at the end of 11 full innings of play, the score is Los Angeles 5, Milwaukee 5. With the lights on at Milwaukee County Stadium yesterday because of overcast skies and threatening weather, we now have the lights on at the Coliseum as the sun has gone down quite a bit and channels have fallen here in the Coliseum. So the baseball end of this large amphitheater is now lit by the power of the arc lights and uh, maybe this will extend itself into a night game, Bob. <laughs> well, they've done pretty good. Let's see. It's uh, 10 minutes to 5 on the coast. This began at 1.30. So that's a uh, three-and-a-half-hour ball game approaching us as we go to the 12th. Del Crandall will lead off for Milwaukee against Dan Williams, who wants a new baseball, and we'll get it. Crandall, Mantia, and the pitcher, Rush, are due. A right-hander, number 17, is warming up for Milwaukee. That's Rush getting some more warm-up tosses in. He finished the frame, but didn't feel sufficiently warm, so he's throwing a few more. Art Williams set to face Crandall, a 5-5 game. Crandall swings at the fastball, fouls it off, back to the plate. And we have an 0-1. Crandall has been up to the plate five times. This is his sixth. He has one hit in five official trips. That was a triple in the eighth inning, and he scored. That was the fifth Milwaukee run. All right, Williams, the right-hander, against Crandall. Crandall backs away from the fastball, and the count goes to one and one. Ball, one strike, one count. The bottom third of the Milwaukee lineup. Sometime when I get a lot of time, Tony, I'm going to sit down back at the hotel and figure out this scorecard today. <laughs> now, ground ball to the shortstop. Wills has it, the long toss, and he's out. Crandall out by two steps. So it's one away. 
in the top of the 12th. Boy, what a change in this ballgame. Burdett breezing along in quest of his 22nd and his third victory without defeat against Los Angeles this year. Into the ninth inning, the first three men singled in. Boom, the whole thing blew up. Here's Mantilla. Swings and pops up the first one. Wide of third. Gilliam in the coach's box over there. He's got it for out number two. two away here in the 12th inning. And Rush is coming out. I Number believe that's Bob. He's coming Bob. out to hit. So since Milwaukee has used Burdett, McMahon, Spahn, Jay, and Rush, they're putting Bob up there to swing. Two men away. Top of the 12th inning at Los Angeles. This is Bob Finnegan with Tony Flynn. Mighty pleased to be hanging on with you on this one today. Rush, right-hand batter, Stan Williams, the no-wind-up right-hander for L.A., fires the pitch. Rush swings, fouls it off to the first base side into the seats. The six-man umpiring crew today under head umpire Al Barlick, poised and ready for anything that comes up. Rush has been at the plate 31 times and his six hits. There's a strike called on a fastball. 0-2 to Rush. The leadoff hitter, Brute, from the on-deck batter. Los Angeles has in the infield, the starting combine. The outfield is going and left, barely center. Perillo right now. Here's the pitch to Rush. He takes low bridges him as he backs away from the fastball. It's a ball. One and two. Gilliam at third. Wills at short. Neal at second. Hodges at first in the infield for Los Angeles. There's been no change there. Moon has gone from right to left where he is now. Fairly is in center. Schneider started there. Perillo is in right. Moon started in that position. Here's the pitch to Rush. It's a little bit long on the outside. A two and two count. Pignatano is the catcher. Roseboro was the starter. Two and two count to Rush. Nobody on. Two away. Top of the 12th inning at Los Angeles. L.A. with a chance to win the National League pennant today. Milwaukee with a chance to get a life in a game tomorrow if they win today. Here's the pitch. Rush swings and misses for strike three to retire the side. Twelfth inning for Los Angeles. No runs, no hits, no errors. Three up and three down. And as we go to the twelfth inning, the last half with L.A. batting, the score is Milwaukee five, Los Angeles five. Yes, that good old-time flavor is here again in the original Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Give it a try. We know you'll enjoy it. the 12th inning. Wally Moon will lead off and it was he who led off the three-run ninth inning that brought Los Angeles into a tie. Moon, Snyder, and Hodges came up with consecutive singles to knock out Burdett in the ninth inning. McMahon, Spahn, and Jay also came on in the ninth inning before it was over and sent it into extra innings. Moon has been up to the plate now. This is his sixth trip, and he has three hits. Here's the first pitch to Wally, and he takes a strike on the inside corner, belt high. Bottom half of the 12th inning, 
L.A. and Milwaukee, 5-5 five and five in the second game of the 1959 National League pennant playoff. L.A. with a one-game edge in the series. Rush into the motion. Here's the pitch to Moon. He changes up and just misses low and close for a ball. That makes it one and one. Moon singled back to the bag at second in the first. He singled to center in the fourth. Flied to center in the sixth. Singled in the eighth. It was safe on an error in the tenth. Here's the pitch to Moon. He takes a slight call to change up curveball. A nice pitch. Rush fed him one fast one. And the last two have been change-up pitches. Moon's a good fastball hitter. The last half of the 12th inning. And you couldn't ask for more baseball than we're seeing here today in California. This is WOKO Albany. Bob Rush into the motion. Marley Moon waits. Here it is to Moon. Moon swings a high pop-up in the infield. The second baseman, Avila, on the outfield grass and takes it for out number one. The pitcher, Stan Williams, do. Williams, the sixth moundsman for Walter Ralston today, is coming up to bat. He struck out his last trip. That was in the 10th inning. He'll be followed by Hodges. So the Los Angeles lineup bears a similarity to the starting lineup. But there are quite a few changes. Roseboro is out. Larker is out. Both good hitters. Snyder is out. A hitting threat. Gilliam, Neal, Moon, Williams, Hodges, Pignatano, Ferrillo, Wills, and Fairley in the lineup now. In that order, and we are at Williams batting in the number four position since he came into the game. Here's Rush. The right-hander deals one in, and it's kind of a high fly ball deep to left. But I think it's going to be caught. Spangler against the screen out there in a couple of steps, and he grabbed it. Wow, that took off like uh, it might have run the distance. Williams got a hold of the fastball, lofted it. Had it been down the line, it would have gone at least against the screen. But it went to left center, and Spangler was out there to take it in. So it's two away, and here is Hodges. Gill coming up to the plate this afternoon for his sixth time. Has two hits in five official trips. Right-hand batter. Rush rocks into his deep motion. Here's his first pitch to Gill. He takes a strike call right across the heart of the plate, a curveball. It's 0-1. Princeton, Indiana's gift to Major League Baseball, Gil Hodges. Right-hand batter, Rush fires. He misses outside with a fastball. And the count goes to one and one. The ball game now has gone three and one half hours on official time, but it's approximately that. Guard Rush into the motion again. Here's the pitch to Hodges. He kicks outside and low. And the count goes to two and one. Two balls and one strike. It seems to me that they've opened up the gates out here. There's so many people sitting way, way out beyond center field at the Coliseum. As though they may have come in moments ago at that end of the playing field. All right, Rush into the motion. Two and one count. Hodges takes the fastball that just misses outside for a ball. And it goes to three and one. 
There are two out in the last half of the 12th. The bases are empty. And Milwaukee and Los Angeles are going at it tooth and nail, five and five. All right, rush into the motion. Here's the pitch. Hodges takes low and outside for a ball, and he's aboard. Pignatano, the catcher. Pignatano has been up twice. He hit safely in the ninth inning and was hit by a pitch in the 11th. He's batting here in the 12th. Pignatano hit 232 on the season. He appeared in 51 games. He's the catcher. All right, Big Gill gets off the bag in front of us. As we mentioned, we're on the field, 30 feet from first base. Here's the pitch outside to Pignatano, and it's ball one. Right-hander Bob Rush. Peers down, but he comes through with that fastball and leans to the plate. It appears he's halfway there. There's the pitch. It is low and on the outside for a ball. That's 2-0. And there goes the action in the Milwaukee bullpen on the other side of the infield. Bizarro, the left-hander, and the right-hander warming up. Rush with a 2-0 and, oh and two away to Pignatano. Hodges off at first base. Here's the pitch. Pignatano swings a hot shot past Matthews in the left field ahead. Hodges holds up at second, and Pignatano is on with a hit to left. Milwaukee 14 to 10 in this tie game. So after the first two men went out, Moon on a pop-up to second, Williams on a fly ball to left, Hodges drew a pass, and Pignatano is single to left, sending Hodges to second. A wind blows up in the field here and stirs a lot of papers around all over the infield at home plate as well. Rush ready to fire to the veteran National League outfielder Perillo, and he takes a strike over the outside corner across the letters. Perillo, his last time up, laid down a beautiful punt past a charging third baseman, Eddie Matthews. And that put runners at first and second with nobody aboard. That was in the 11th, the last inning, but L.A. did not score. And here they are knocking at the door of success again with Hodges representing the National League's winning run at second base. And Perillo, the batter, the count on him, 0-1. Rush, the pitcher, number five in the game for Milwaukee this afternoon, all since the ninth inning. Here's the pitch. Perillo takes a fastball that misses outside and low. And the count becomes 1-1. One one. Burdett breezed into the ninth inning. And then the ball game blew up for Milwaukee. They hung on for the tie and are now in the last half of the 12th. Here's the pitch by Rush. Big bouncer over the mound, over second base. Up with it is Mantia, throws one wide. Hodges scores, he goes to Bravo. The Cinderella team of the National League for the first time in history. A seventh place club has come back to win the pennant the following year. And it had to be the Dodgers. Went a 
1969, one of the more unbelievable stories in the wild and wacky world of baseball. Perillo hit a bounce at a Mantilla, who threw late to first. It was a base hit, but his throw was in the dirt and got away from Torrey. Mantilla got the error, and the Dodgers got the National League pennant. So our suitcases that are down in the clubhouse are not there to idle out the night. They'll go on the plane, and the Dodgers will meet head-on with the Chicago White Sox on Thursday. Well, it's one of the truly great stories, and I am sure the oldest member of the Dodger family, as far as playing, is concerned is Pee Wee Reese. And I would bet you that for Pee Wee, this would be the most satisfying pennant of them all. That's the ball game. It took four hours and ten minutes and seemed like an eternity. Well, I think you can hear me. The ball game is over. Los Angeles is back in action in front of him. Two games from Milwaukee. And Craig Corey standing immediately in front of him. Had that ball tip off his glove. And into the dugout behind first, allowing Hodges to score. He just turned around and walked to the Milwaukee dugout. The final score. Los Angeles 6, Milwaukee 5, just let me take a moment to tell you their last play. Perillo's ground ball to the box, was taken by Mantilla back to second. He's thrown at first, he's into the dirt, as Perillo spins into first base. The ball skipped past Corey, Hodges short one second, it's all over. The Braves, well, we'll have to talk about this. The champion Dodgers, Well, fans, more than 36,000 fans watched today's exciting classic ball game, and uh, you just know that every one of those fellas out there had a different skating problem. Now, some of the fellas have a beard, tough as a barbed wire fence. Other men have problem areas. Until today, a racer with just one speed had to do for all three. But now, there's one, two, three speed. Because no one speed is right for every day. Yes, now you can actually shift the speed and adjust the shaving head to shave your particular beard as close and as fast as you like. You can shift the high and get the stepped-up drive to shave tough, wildly with beard really close. Or shift the low for a gentler shaving action, whatever your beard. Now you can cut the speed, cut the head, get the shave to fix your face with the new six free speed races. First chance you get, go to your dealers for a free demonstration of the new six free speed electric lasers. Well, here we are back at the Los Angeles Coliseum. Another one is thriller this way. The winning run scores with two outs in the last half of the 12th inning. Here's the way that inning went. Moon opened it for the pop-up to second. Williams slides deep to left center. Then Hodges drew a pass. Pignatano single to second. Single to left, sending Hodges to second. Perillo bounced one to the box. Pass right. And Tia made a nice shot back to the bag. He throws to Corey with into the dirt. Skip past him. And went into the dugout. The final score. Los uh, Angeles six. Milwaukee five. Del Plano. Uh, do you know offhand, I don't think there was an error on that last play, but I couldn't see it on the board. To be here, 
I don't think that's an error play. Let me take a look at the totals. The totals have been close about two errors each way. And they have given Nancia an error on the throw. It was a close one. He fielded the ball back to the bag. L.A. committed two errors. And going into the 12th inning, Milwaukee had committed one. So evidently they gave Nancia an error on the throw into the dirt. The ball skipped past scoring. Hodges came in to score from second base. And the Milwaukee Braves fought the Los Angeles Dodgers. Keep the nail down to the wire. But L.A. came back strong. They scored three in the ninth to tie it and won it here in the club. They out hit Milwaukee at 15 to 10. 6, 15 and 2, 5, 10 and 2 Williams run. So here's the totals now. For the winning Los Angeles Dodgers, who will transport themselves now to the site of Commission Park in Chicago for the series against the White Sox beginning on Thursday afternoon. Thursday afternoon at Commission Park. The World Series will begin. The game's at Thursday and Friday and the first game here is Sunday in Los Angeles. For LA, six runs, 15 hits, two errors. For Milwaukee, five runs, 10 hits, two errors. The winning pitcher Williams, the losing pitcher Rush, and the time of the ball game will be about just three hours and 35 minutes. Well, one of the grandest guys in the game, and certainly one of the best catchers that has ever come down the pike is over here to say hello, Del Crandall. My previous arrangement, I might expect that he would like to show up now, but uh, here's the throw, he's come over to say hello. So, uh, Tony Flynn has got him, and uh, L.A. wins a 6-5. to five. I'm going to spend some more time talking about the game, reviewing some of the elements of it, but uh, Tony, let's do a uh, takeover here. I'll be talking with Del Crandall in just a moment. The original Pat Blue Ribbon beer. No longer a memory, but here today for you to enjoy. It's the only beer with the original flavor of the good old times. Because Pat Blue Ribbon beer is now brewed just like it was in 1893. The beer, the year it won the Blue Ribbon of the Columbian Exposition. The original. So whether you're planning a party, at meal time, or if you just want a few moments relaxation, Good to get that beer with a good old dime flavor. The original Pop Blue Ribbon beer. Mark up and ask for the original Pop Blue Ribbon beer. Look for the special new label on every bottle and can of Pop. It's your invitation to enjoy real old time beer flavor. Such a beer has been enjoyed in America in over 50 years. Back here at the Coliseum in Los Angeles, directly across from us is Del Sandel, the veteran catcher of the Milwaukee Braves. Of course, the club that won the National League Center the last couple of years and uh, fought right down to the wire this year. I was making a great comeback in the month of September to get in there in the first place until I imagine losing this ball game this way and actually it was a real hard way, wasn't it? Well, it sure was. We had that big three-run lead going into the ninth and just couldn't get them out before they scored that tying run. It looks like that uh, winning three straight in the National League is tough to do. It just seems like everybody gets against their third time out, but we'll have to try it again next year. Looking at the whole season, the Milwaukee Braves, do you think the club had a little bit more trouble this year than they might have had in the last couple of years too off the season? Well, we had a little more than we should have had, I'll say that, Tony, because we, we didn't really gel till the last three weeks of the season when uh, it seemed like that nobody really wanted the pennant and we thought we had a chance to get it. And, uh, we fought down to a tie. The Dodgers are a real good ball club. They beat us. Uh, you can't say enough about them, and I wish them every success in the World Series. 